Nintendo, folks. Welcome to another episode of Not Another Film Podcast. This is the podcast where we take movies we used to love as kids and we re-examine them in the harsh, sobering, jazz square-filled lights of yes. 2020. And we are here at the end of an era. Guys, it's senior year. High School Musical 3, the end of this three-movie saga. Mm. We survived mm. without we getting the Rona. So <laughs> um, Wow. I feel like we've grown so much. I feel like we're not the same people we were at the beginning of junior year. I truly feel like we were not. Even we're though, certainly not. Even though, you know, <laughs> when you show up, I still have trepidations about theater. And I know that even though you learned a big lesson last time, Eric, you're going to come in and still expect to be the star of the show. Exactly. And Lauren, you're smart. And so we're all representative of High School Musical. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joined by Eric Eilerson. How are you doing, sir? Oh, I'm pretty good. Uh, honestly, a smidge warm, but you know, I'm hanging in there. Warm? Just the apartment's a little warm today. Because like, oh, okay. it's warming <laughs> up like... in Chicago, but the, yeah. the, heat, the radiators haven't haven't understood that quite yet yeah his lame apartment doesn't have the ability for him to control heat like we do because we're too i'm a peasant is what i'm saying this is true this is true well at least you have windows and lauren thompson (laughs) is here lauren how are you i'm doing good i'm about as well as can be expected excellent that's you know what that's that's enough (laughs) convinced i'm dying every time i clear my throat you know the usual (laughs) i don't know i have cat allergies but is it that or am i dying who knows (laughs) i did have a freak out today because we stopped by walgreens to get um basic supplies and like everyone there was good they have like spaces taped out by the registers for six feet but okay yeah. Not quite, but we had our gloves on. We were doing well, and then we got up to the cashier, and the guy had no gloves and started grabbing our stuff. And then he's like, "Do you want to bag it yourself?" I'm like, "My dude, you kind of messed <laughs> it up already." You know what? <laughs> Hot take: I don't. It does feel uh, a little bit like the Wild West out there these days. Yeah, know, like everyone's out for themselves. Yeah, um, we saw so, just sirens going towards Whole Foods today. No idea what that and was. And we about. walked the opposite way. <laughs> That's right. Hey, I mean, we're all we doing went... new things. Charlie had to take a Clorox wife over a Cadbury egg today. We're all learning new skills. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Ian's doing that thing where he's like, "What do you need me to do to detox myself?" He just stands there and he's like, "Okay, I guess take things from me. You'll wipe them down. Let me know what to do." I stand there and watch what Lauren does, and then I go, "Cool, I'll do that." Uh-huh. <laughs> great way to do life in general he watched me wipe down uh, a to-go thing of ranch dressing today so that was fun. yeah that was uh, a highlight of our day yeah um but no the highlight you know, of your day was watching high school musical three senior year uh you're right how could i ever forget <laughs> the sad thing is genuinely i'm at the point where that was the highlight of my day it was <laughs> oh man all right so shall we dive in let's 2008 please. Three movies in three years. What an impressive, what undefeated. an impressive, impressive Fucking undefeated. Um, wow, big statement. And, I mean, we're, we're here dealing with the same stuff. Kenny Ortega directing it. Same cast and crew. We got Zach Efron. We got Vanessa Hudgens. We got uh, uh, Lucas Grable, Ashley Tisdale, Cordon Bleu. All, all the, the Cordon Bleu. The Did French, you just call him Cordon Bleu? Yeah, the French cooking school, the Cordon <laughs> Bleu, who makes a surprise appearance. Um, Kelsey, all of them are here. <laughs> this is... <laughs> And this movie begins with one of the, with the single boldest thing that this series has ever, ever done. How does it open again? 
It opens like a movie. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It yeah. opens with a shot oh, that was man. recorded on a real camera. Mm-hmm. Like a big boy camera. With a budget. With good sound. And it's like, oh my God, I'm watching a movie. I was like, I, I swear, the sound mixing in this first number, it feels like there was about 15 years between High School Musical 1 and High School Musical 3 as far as Truly. Uh, a mere set of months, Eric. A mere set of months. I wouldn't have believed it. I wouldn't. Feels like another era of movie making that this was made in. I was watching. It's astounding. So this is a, this, this is going to come back. This will relate. There's a great episode of Ugly Delicious on their newest season where it's all of these celebrity chefs and like people that run Michelin starred restaurants talking about the food that they take painstaking uh, um, means to to make in their restaurants mm-hmm. and how when they get home. They make, like, microwave popcorn, and that's all that they have time to make. That's what I feel like the difference is between making a movie for theaters and making a movie for Disney Channel. And that's what it felt like watching yes! this movie. Was it was like, oh, people took time and care. and Money. Yeah. And there's money. And, like, the budget, like, we'll get to the budget game later, but it's like, the budget's not that much higher. It's Which just, it- like... It, it, it really felt, and, and I'm going to get to my, my, I have a couple of giant points about that about this movie but like it really felt mostly to me that in the in the room where they're like talking about this pitch right they said listen guys people are like gonna see this <laughs> like that was, that was not like, just the passively. they are going to actively pay money specifically to see this not just turn the channel on while this is on the daytime emmy committee is the only people that have seen one and two this movie will be seen by the voting academy <laughs> because we will be submitting like they did all 11 original tracks for the best original musical Which category is at the Oscars. Amazing. But in that in we- that same vein, we're going to pay for those cameras to be good. We're going to pay for the sound mixing. We're going to clearly hire Efron a personal trainer so he can get jacked. And we're clearly going to pay for a shit ton of ballet center dance lessons for everyone in the cast. So they can become oh, Broadway-level was- dancers. He was nothing but pleased to just throw out everyone but the eight people he needed for everyone to think that they kept everybody. And then he just hired a bunch of Broadway dancers and yes! was like, fucking finally. Yes! Yeah. There's a huge jump in quality of, like, the dancers. And, like, and the face, truly, this movie is like, fuck it, we don't care if they look like high schoolers at all. Yeah. No. And even, so, like, when Hutchins and Efron, like, and their their dance on the on the roof, Charlie was, like, constantly commenting because she has a, a really good dance background and knowledge and was, like, just the skill that Hutchins had with, like, her core to do some of the lifts. And Efron was, like, throwing her up, like, seven feet in the air. Like, this was not what they could do in High School Musical 2. No. No. Absolutely not. Well, the set of the Lava Springs Country Club would have crashed around. The <laughs> <laughs> um, exactly. So Lauren, I think, yeah, go ahead. Or no, sorry, continue. No, I was going to say, like, I was going to say, yeah, the set of the Lava Springs Country Club is probably a third of the budget of the I Want It All number from Sharpay and Ryan. <laughs> like, yes. We will get to the best number of all three movies in a minute. Great. But yeah. Um, Lauren, mm-hmm. had you ever experienced this film before today? No, not at all. Anything about it? Was anything um, ruined for you? I had seen a single gif of Zac Efron doing his um, his dance in the empty school. Scream, as yeah. the song is called. Yeah. I had seen a gif of that, and I believe I have seen the gif of um, them about to kiss, and then she hears the bell and is like, oh no, we can't kiss. 
Um, Classic Disney kiss. That's all I knew. Love it. Um, I had never seen anything from this. I knew nothing about this movie. Eric, did uh, you see this in theaters? I did. I saw this front row with my drama club in high I love school. It. Amazing. In I love my, it. this would have been, because it was spring. Yeah, this would have been my end of my junior year. Uh, Whoa. This, yeah. This came so, out October 24th, 2008. So, ne- never mind. That was my senior year. I was senior year. Wow, this is like, I'm so glad that you got this experience with High School Musical (laughs) and I had the experience with Toy Story 3. That guy was going off to college at the same time Andy was. Oh my god, that's exactly the same parallel. Um, That's exactly it. But yeah, I saw this in theaters, front row with my drama club, had the best time of our lives. I saw it (laughs) less than the first two, but I tell you, I have listened to this album separately more than any of the others. I have had this like in my Apple Music for a while. I just enjoy the songs, literally. So I, I, this I'll, is, I'll just it, pop them on. Is this your favorite of the three soundtracks? Yes. I think, What's and your I least think, favorite? Two? Probably two, because I think that, like, Bet On It, as we said last episode, is, like, a peak, and I think is higher than any of the ones. The average of one has the nostalgia, and, like, I think the batting average is higher, whereas the batting average of three has, as we said, sound mixing, uh, and also, I think, just the the production quality is is so much higher for everything and mm. i find that they really figured out in 3 how to write for each person specifically like i will constantly listen to high school musical the end curtain call song i'll listen to i want it all all the time i'll listen to the boys are back i'll do now or never like yeah i i think this is, is the best produced soundtrack is the boys are back the song that Chad and Troy sing in the junkyard? Yes, it is. With with the Jabberwockies. Yes. <laughs> with, uh, yeah, and it went with like with the, the, weird, with the like, extras from Mad Max Fury Road. Road. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, George Miller definitely owes Kenny Ortega some money. Yeah. For all me, right. all I can think of is the Brave Little Toaster during that sequence. Oh my god! Whoa, solid yeah. pull. The most solid terrifying pulse. movie with toaster in the title, right. definitely. In my Easily. opinion, a truly terrifying formative moment in my childhood. So when no you question. saw this movie, Eric, was this like your like? Was this when you left the theater? What was your initial reaction? Were you like best one or? Yeah, I think I was. It was the most fun I had seeing it because literally by the last number, as clearly the movie is encouraging you to do, I was clapping with all my friends. The whole theater was clapping. I was clapping? Like, just like, high school. Like, you know, everyone was doing it. When they go acapella, I have to clap. It's just a Pavlovian response within me. Correct. I have to do it. Ian was laughing at me, and I was like, I can't not do it, Ian. My cynical-ass heart was just like, this is a ploy. They want you to clap. And And I'm like, I am a product uh, I'm sorry. I'm a mammal. I have instinctual responses. But yeah, I was 10 out of 10 pleased when I first saw it. I like, every, like the fact that I was with the club and being in the theater because everyone had been, you know, we'd been in living rooms before this, and then seeing it in a literally packed theater because we had to go to the front row. Freaking awesome! Wow, it was a that's blast. impressive. That's impressive. Um, I did not see this in theaters. I had zero interest, and I was the asshole that treated. I was the asshole that called High School Musical sports ball, as several theater people called sports. Um, well, where I was done. just like, I don't want to see that dumb shit. And uh, and you know, the joke's on me. Twelve years later, <laughs> I'm the one sitting here in quarantine who spent two hours of my day watching yep. High School Musical three 
no subtitle anymore. Even though when it was released, it was High School Musical colon senior year. Oh, he is it not three senior home. year? It's just three now? Interesting. Yeah, it's just three. Fascinating. Um, we know. So we know the truth. Shall we dive in? Yes. So Let the us. movie begins like a movie in media res. We're in the middle of a basketball game. Troy is has obviously yeah he has been working out a ton in the couple months between this and he's got a knee brace now he's he's got that that athlete thing that he put on his leg he's like he's like I'm an athlete I I I take care of my body now I'm not 16 anymore now I'm 17 well that's the budget yeah my first note of this movie is oh a camera and uh, (laughs) (laughs) and it gets better. So the best part about this is they've got 16 minutes left to play the game as the song 16, that they immediately 16, start singing 16 says. minutes left till we get it done. They, so they go in, for some reason they're in the locker room. They take a timeout and go to the locker room. You know, the way that games don't really typically happen. No, it was happen halftime. Like that it, it was halftime? Yeah, they were getting their asses kicked and it was halftime. Yeah, because it's high school. So they're eight minute quarters? Yeah. That's balls. That sucks. Um... Coach Bolton, Troy's dad, you remember, the Brendan yeah. Fraser knockoff, he gives up How on making a speech you. because he's just kind of like, yeah, I don't know. And he leaves and Troy has to make the speech to everybody. And yeah. all I can imagine is Troy's dad standing like right outside the locker room being like, oh my God, thank God he did it. If he didn't, we would have been fucked. Like, <laughs> well, I would say Troy gives, the, Troy gives the pre-speech. Chad gives the speech. <laughs> In traditional Chad fashion, because when Troy does his like inspiring thing and then goes Chad, my whole body went, "Oh come on, do it, do the one thing you've done in every movie." <laughs> it's the one thing you can count on Chad for. Who are we? Wildcats. What Cats. team? Wildcats. Wildcats. And that's it. Left side. Wildcats. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Damn it. Run it again. <laughs> but I did love uh, Coach Bolton's like. <laughs> He, he did the long hair grow out for himself, too, because everyone kind of did. And he's like, oh, I'm cool. I'm one of the young kids. Yeah, it's like, I'm going to get Troy's hair one of these days. <laughs> You're going to try, um, Dad. So they win the game. Yep. While uh, singing. Well, wait. We got to talk about this introduction for Gabriella, because this shit was wild. wild. Oh, my God, yes. So Troy's singing. He's like, oh, my God, I'm getting overwhelmed. Everybody in the yeah. audience is doing He gets fouled this. once, to be yeah. clear. <laughs> that's a lot for him he's a teenage white kid he's not used to this um so they're all singing their sign choreography happening in the stands and then the in- all the lights cut out yep <laughs> and this is this is not a drill and the signs cover everyone in the audience yep in in is it white no everyone's in red white and red yeah yeah all the signs turn to red and then she emerges. She in- emerges Troy! spotlight on her. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. And just sings that. And one of her, I believe, 84 white dresses she wears in this movie. Yes. Yeah. And she does her little like, whoa. Oh my gosh, man. The Disney Channel. Whoa. The baby voiced auto tuned on, on, on V Hudge in this movie. She's never is... sounded more like a baby. You she can is... do it. Just know that I believe. Yeah, that, or something like that, I assume. I don't know, maybe. Maybe that's believe. the words. Yeah, uh, Should we just stop doing the episode and let Eric act out the entire rest of High School Musical 3? I would love that. I'm that's a that. Patreon goal. That's what that would be. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, and if you get that, then one day I'll do Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh my that's god, instead my of Patreon. full movie commentary, it's just full movie 
Period. Act That's just what you yeah. get. <laughs> we are all professional actors. When you though. reach the highest level, I'll do every part in Samuel Beckett's Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> like, oh, oh my man. God, you have been watching Looking for Alaska. Um, but everyone's uh, been clamoring for it. Don't spoil my wreck. Uh, Sorry, buddy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, so she she gets up and like that. One of the things, speaking of that sign choreography, like. That's another thing that I could tell from this first number. Like, it's not just Zac Efron going around singing. Like, there's even more complex choreography. Like, they have to pass and shoot. And then the audience is flipping signs. And the cheerleading is going on. The hip-hop dancer nerd is now a cheerleader. And, like, everyone is actually in... Like, the amount of takes they had to do if one person fucked up any part of this just drives me insane, hypothetically. There's a lot of moving parts in this movie during... Pretty much every moment. Ryan is the mascot now. Yes, what a reveal. Like, what I a was reveal. Waiting for so long. I was like, where the fuck is my boy Ryan? Because he wants to be with his buddies now, and his boyfriend is playing basketball. Oh, you mean yeah. his boyfriend? Oh, oh. Who he never speaks to in the movie? Because That's the, the most... sexual chemistry was just was so intense good. in the last that film. That is the most cold-blooded <laughs> shit I've ever <laughs> that seen. Is, that is the most Disney shit I've ever seen. Yeah. We went oh, too far. Fuck. We went too we far. We went too far. They can never speak again. We're going to talk about Ryan later on, but I will reveal this fact now. Apparently, Lucas Grable, star among stars, the MVP of this entire series. My fave, my boy, my son. Campaigned very hard for Ryan to come out in this movie and for that to be his his journey fuck yeah and in typical disney fashion they said nope we're gonna make you take kelsey to the prom <laughs> and then in the same way that oscar isaac would then do in the star wars film he said fuck you i'll do it myself <laughs> yeah because they clearly have no romantic chemistry like i bet no. you know what i bet spoiler for later on in this podcast i bet ryan and kelsey had a great time at the prom just fucking around I and then they came they home <laughs> I bet they both talked about boys. I bet, yep. like, they would be a great prom date. He'd be a great prom date. He would pay amazing. for everything. He'd yeah. look great. He'd dance with you the whole time. Yeah, he wouldn't do that shitty boy thing where it's like, oh, I don't fucking dance. Like, he would definitely get out yeah. there and dance with you. You'd have He a literally sang time. an entire song last movie about how he does, in fact, dance. Yes, yeah. and he wouldn't pressure you to have sex with him afterwards. It would be great. He goes to college for choreography. He it's, is he, he knows so what's up. beyond yeah. safe. But, yeah, so he's, but he gets to be the mascot, which I thought was cool, his be- way of being like, I can imagine the day he decided to do that, Sharpay was like, what are you thinking? He's like, I'm going to hang out with my friends. Get fucked. Yeah. Very that proud would, of our boy. See, I, I disagree, though, because that would entail Sharpay asking a question about somebody other than her. Valid. Valid point. My, my mistake. My mistake. And as, as has happened with every character at the beginning of this movie, they have forgotten all of the learning they've done in the previous two movies, and they're right yes. back to where they started Except at the beginning of the first movie. Except for Ryan. Except for Ryan. Yep. He's the only He's doing one. Great. I swear all of them get... Like, selective amnesia reset at the beginning of these films. I It's like Chad just forgets the whole summer tryst that he had with Ryan. My like, recommendation for this everything. was almost Edge of Tomorrow, because it's like, legit, <laughs> you keep resetting this fucking... We've, this is the same movie as the last two movies. Characters get the same songs. Characters get the same character beats. The same emotion happens throughout the entire... It's the same movie with a better budget and with a better camera. And with more Ryan. Um, so then they win the game. Whoop-dee-doo. They have a party at the Bolton's house. Guys, the Bolton's house looks dope as fuck. I thought the Bolton's yeah. had a modest existence. No, no it, they don't. I, it's, it's the same, it's the same backyard just shot with a different camera, I think. Like, I legit, isn't it? <laughs> I think I mean, <laughs> the camera added three better. levels to my I'm house. I'm pretty sure 
multiple of these sets are the exact same sets, only they, like, scrubbed it so everything was shinier, and they used a better camera. Yeah. Like, that's you know what I'm, you know what I'm pissed about, though? Speaking of your, your prediction that you're saying, Ian, I just checked, and I'm going to spoil what would have been my prediction, but it doesn't fit our rule because it is 11 years old. Ooh. What's very repetitive? What takes place in high school? 17 again is 11 yeah, years old with Efron. So many times. Yeah. Especially because that has a plot line about should I go to college or should I stay here and settle down? And teen pregnancy. Well, guys, I'm really glad we just announced that our next movie for this pot. No, but it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Um, we should do that film. Yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah. yeah, I'm done. I've only seen it once. Um, but, okay, so we're at this party. I'm trying to think. What, what really important happens at this party? Um, well, so we get we get... Uh, Troy gives up the final shot of the game to win to Rocket Man, to the oh to the young God. kid, the young emo annoying kid. Oh, this so is where it, Never Say Never comes in. Oh, this is yeah. where Muppet Babies come in. But yeah, the, so a Troy. The, a lot of the new characters in this film are like Muppet Baby versions of, of the other yeah. characters. Yeah, and this Rocket Man kid is very like high energy, and Troy like gives up the glory to give him the assist or to give him the last shot to win. But then everyone can tell that Troy did that, so he's still the big shot. It's like the best publicity move he could have ever it's made. It's a win-win. It is genius. Yeah. It's kind of a Slytherin move. Yeah. Oh, it completely is a Slytherin but move. Also talented. Like yeah. It's a good move when but, recruiters are there to be like, look, I'm also generous. Yeah. Yeah. But then Troy and Chad get approached by the coach of the University of Albuquerque at the party. He's like, hey, guys, great game. Can't wait to have you here next year. They're like, yep, put in that plot line. And then in the middle of this crowded party, Troy sneaks, quote, unquote, Gabriella up to a treehouse that is in full view of literally everyone. And she goes, oh, another secret spot you have? And, and they have like, a little Sometimes song. I like to get a higher vantage point so I can see what the commoners are doing. <laughs> <laughs> this will come back later when I, I tell you it, that it gives me a better vantage point to see things more clearly. I find it very yeah. hard to believe that that he's never brought Gabriella up there. Like, has she never been over to his house? Like, They've I, been dating at this point for over a year. Yeah, they do like, hang out should, inside a lot. I, I feel like they're not, always indoors. But he loves trees, as multiple people have said in this movie. That's a great he point. Yeah, in trees. this specific in movie. In this movie, they say he loves trees. So retroactively, wouldn't you think she knows that he loves trees? So would she not see the tree house in the backyard, knowing that he doesn't have any siblings, and go, oh, what's that? And then why or, is she shocked? Better question, did they just yes. finish it? Is he lying? He's like, oh, I put my stuff up here when I was a kid, but then I had to play basketball for years, and Dad never finished the treehouse with me. No, because he says, like, my mom will come up here and, like, get us down. All right, you're right. Yeah, he said she's the second girl he's ever brought up there. The first was his mom. There are a couple things that happen in this movie where they're just like, this, you've always done this, and it's like, this has literally never been. I watched all three of these movies in the last, like, three weeks. Like, I know for (laughs) a fact this is new. Gabriella has never called him Wildcat. And that becomes, like, the crux of the third act of this movie. She didn't? No. Never. Never. Not once. She has never called him Wildcat. And when she does, it is what. Eric, you know me. I would have clocked it. I would have talked That's about true. it on a previous No, you're episode. right. You're, you're sorry. <laughs> yeah, and, and she says it does become like a, I've always called you Wildcat, is definitely the vibe that we get. I feel like this movie was kind of gaslighting me retroactively. Yeah. <laughs> like a little bit like, no, Lauren, you You've always, always wanted this. Ryan and Kelsey together, right? And it's like, well, I guess but I never thought of it like that. You've always known that Ryan was straight, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, but I will say, can I, can I just say, um... His confirmation that, like, oh, my mom's the only other girl I've brought up here confirms my assumption that 
she she is the first girlfriend he's ever had. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, after, yeah. After they are, movie, they are each right. other's first relationship. I think yep. he he made out with someone once at a summer camp. I don't camp, think so at all. Maybe got a dry hand. I, like you never no, know. No, what's ah, Gabriella? Sandpaper stroke. Yes. <laughs> Gabriella is his first everything. Prove me wrong. There's no evidence proving me wrong. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, only other thing that happens at this party that's important, I think, because they have their song that's like, where you love each other, our dreams in the stars and stuff. It's one of the but, first three duets that they have in this film that all sound hey, vaguely the hey. same. Three duets and a reprise. <laughs> there we go. Uh, but we and do find I out that- I cannot tell them apart. <laughs> uh, Gabriella is going to Stanford, and he is going, at this point, either U of A or somewhere else, but he is, they are not going to college together. Yes, and that, that is, is the conflict of the film, I guess. Yeah. Is which, which feels year. realistic for a senior year. Like, my girlfriend, where am I? Oh, I'm never, I, he's never been in love before. He's got to, he's only got to get one. Yeah, I'm only exactly. a really handsome basketball player and actor. Yeah, yeah do ex- I give up my dreams to be with my high school boyfriend? That yeah. seems like a great idea. And so that's, that's pretty much the big thing that gets introduced here. Now, yeah. so this is my other note that I have here. It's, so this is a real movie now, and that's good. And Efron seems to be the only one reacting accordingly. Dude this is boy, acting like crazy in this movie. Boy jumped up his game. Like he this knows. is yes. you, you, like like even if I was on the fence about it in the last one, you watch this movie and honestly, like Lucas Grable. Don't get me wrong. I, I genuinely, unironically think that that dude is incredibly talented, and I think yes. all of them are talented to their own extent. Yeah. Um, but in terms of of movie stardom, like where I watch and I go, that person's a movie star. Efron is the only one that has that. Yeah. Correct. And you watch it in this movie and you go, that dude is good. Are you, he's yes. the one that you look at and you say, beyond the Disney channel, I totally, like, he, I he watch makes you having jump. a career. He makes yeah, because I think. And also, he's aware of the potential to jump past Disney channel at this point. Like, yeah, you, you can, can almost see the producers whispering in his ears, you're better than this boy. He's, <laughs> he's very clearly setting himself up for the next stage of his career. Yeah. You know yeah, well, I think steak dinners he sat down to at like at like CAA or like yeah. all these. It's oh my god! Basically, High School Musical two, but with theater, like with acting. Yeah. Well, I think um, Efron's big thing too is like I mean we saw it even from one to two the fact that he asked to have his own voice in the movie when he could have just kind yeah. of written that out and been fine. Like he from the start was like, no, this is my career. This is what mm-hmm. I'm going to be doing, and you can see that he he got he literally got super buff. He clearly mm-hmm. took dance lessons, and he probably took acting lessons. Like, he, yeah. I think in the time between movies, everyone else was like, we're in High School Musical. And Zach's like, great, I will hone my craft further, because this yeah. will be seen by more people, and I will go further. And now he has because of it. He's easily the biggest star out of these movies, and it's not close. He got his head in the game. <laughs> as you got it. Fuck yeah, Lauren. Yeah, Fuck that's yeah. right, Eric. We're on the yes, same fucking level. We may be... <laughs> Blocks apart and in separate <laughs> houses, but we're we're vibing. So then Our we show the up. We show up at East High mm-hmm. for uh, the the Sharpay and Ryan song of the movie, which oh. sounds exactly Fuck. like the Sharpay and Ryan no, song of the last. No, no, it doesn't. How right, with a bigger production wrong, value? Ian, you're wrong. Okay, then you're talk, wrong. talk to me about it. This song is better. This song is better produced on every single level. Lauren, it's, I have a question for you. What's cashier, it called? Uh, it's called I Want It All. Nice. All right. Is that correct, Eric? That is correct. Yeah, see, I remember Imagine it. having everything we ever dreamed. Don't you want it? Can't you see it? 
it's great it is like self-referential it is like kind of winking at itself just Mm -hmm. enough and like the production values at the end when she goes into like the kind of chicago type like yeah as you said the lady gaga section but i was getting a more classical theater like like chicago oh yeah the also the references to musical classic musical theater in this movie are off the fucking charts don't get me wrong there's some weird shit in this song there's a lot going on but i appreciated how much was happening because at least it was different and it wasn't just like pop ballad number three yeah it's kind of like how i felt about um i don't dance where it's like at least you're doing something you know like you're 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 playing with a more musical type of like musical theatery type sound Sure. Yeah, and one thing I really liked about this song too is that it introduced the the motif going forward that we're gonna do, you know, we've played with the magical realism in the past, like stick to the status quo. Everyone starts dancing in the lunchroom and all that stuff. We're doing that, but we will also be playing with multiple sets that are like literally built sets. We will have representative yeah. things like the cars are fake, and like at one point they're walking out of an actual Broadway stage door, but then at the other hand, they are on a rotating stage, literally walking through different scenes in their life. And they're like, yeah, it's total madness. That's what, yeah. that's what I, yeah, yeah that, that was my big takeaway from specifically this number. And I think it's why this number works best for me in the movie mm-hmm. is because I feel like it's in these moments specifically with this. And maybe it's because they had the budget now, or maybe it's just like trial and error or whatever. But it really felt like it took three movies for this series to get its own aesthetic separate from, quote unquote, Disney Channel movies. Yes, absolutely Because, like, High School Musical 1 and High School Musical 2, like, they're musicals. But aside from that, like, aesthetically, the way the characters are dressed, the way the the movie's filmed, the way the jokes work, the way everything else works in the character dynamics, it is your prototypical Disney Channel movie. Yes. This whole idea of, like, we're going to have these big numbers, but they're going to be done, even in a movie, on a stage with sets. And with, like, you can tell there's someone behind that piece of cardboard shaking it. And, like, there's the great scene that's, like, the song that, the prom night song that transitions into the rehearsal for the prom night. And it's, like, you watch it and you just go, oh, that's the aesthetic for the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, it just looks like a film A night to remember. It yes. looks like the it looks Thank like, yeah. it looks You're like welcome. a high school musical. Yeah, it looks like a high school musical, and it's yeah. like you and like watching it. I'm like whether whether or not someone likes it or dislikes it. We were talking about this on the Mamma Mia episode we just recorded with Tina. It's whether or not you like it or you dislike it. You have to admit that it knows what it's doing mm-hmm. and it's doing it well. Yeah, yeah. Like it, the the meta of this movie is is so far that the musical they are putting on in the movie <laughs> is the movie which they are in. Yes. Yeah. Like that and, and it 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 doesn't fall in on itself. Like it's still it, it follows its own rules to a point where at the end of the movie we are given a montage of songs we have just seen in the movie where characters are playing themselves and to the point where Sharpay is playing Gabriella and we understand mm-hmm. why that is because it's a song that Gabriella sang earlier in the magical reality of this very same movie. Like oh, baby, I got I got Jesus. a lot of thoughts about that one. <clears throat> Sure. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of like brain breakingly weird when you think about it, and like I appreciate how 
ambitious that particular aspect of it is. I think this is musical inception. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Like, which came first? Like the time they sang it in reality, or <laughs> retroactively, are we retrofitting the song from the play that Kelsey wrote for that moment? The answer to is this yes. Moment, and are we watching this through their memory? Like, is this all just a fever dream Darvis is having while she's yeah. trying to drown herself <laughs> in the bath after the divorce <laughs> papers were signed? Like, what? Speaking are we- of Kelsey and uh, Darvis, I want to mention one thing about Kelsey real quick that really struck me in this movie. Is it how many hats she wears? <laughs> it is not, but also Ten. great. Thank you. <laughs> um, but one thing I like about Kelsey is that I feel like Kelsey's costumer deserves an Emmy because that is the most natural progression. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oscar! This Sorry, is Oscar. the big leagues. Oscar. <laughs> um, my a Golden Globe. Whatever. Um, Works. <laughs> I, I think that Kelsey has the most natural progression of this is how this type of person, student, looks in their sophomore year in High School Musical 1. They play a little bit in High School Musical 2. And then by senior year, this is how they look. Like, I, f- yeah. I feel like everyone in, hi- in high school, you kind of find your style, but you evolve into a, a little more, like, refined version of it by your senior year. Oof. And Kelsey, you can tell from sophomore to senior, it's definitely still her. But I was like, oh, my God, that is exactly how Kelsey from High School Musical 1 would dress now. That's how we were supposed to take our fashion sense in high school? I didn't figure that shit out till after college. That's why Troy Bolton kept the long hair, but then he styled the long hair, and then he went to just white V-necks and chucks. It's yeah, the epitome it's of call. high school fashion in 2008. Yeah, um, I will say Kelsey's um, prom dress was the cutest one. Mm-hmm. She had like a ballerina dress. It was really, really cute. But Sharpay's prom dress, prom dress was the one that I saw most people wearing at my prom. Oh, yeah. That's definitely like classic <laughs> And prom. Chad's prom outfit was the one I actually, I think I stood up and applauded when I saw it because I'm like, dude, amazing. He has his number of his jersey on the back of his prom tux. Because of course there's no would. aspect of his identity that is not tied to sports. This man's going to awesome. have such a hard fall when he graduates. <laughs> How awesome. Um. So one thing I do want to talk about inside this number, the I, I want... I want it all. I want it all. Yeah. Um, Is there's a section where they, where Sharpay and Ryan go on a vacation. Um, And it's a really interesting, like it's really, it's filmed really cool. It's like, it's, it's uh, the rotating um, set, like you were talking about. And so they're walking through and they're sitting down They're They're both uh, sitting in airplane seats and the actress who's plays Taylor is like serving them a drink. And then it's like, oh, we'll go to Hawaii. And they walk through and they're in Hawaii. And the actor who's playing Zeke is there handing them a drink and like handing yeah. them something. They do a little they do a little conga line thing. Yeah. And then they do another thing we'll, where we'll circle back to that yeah, conga line. And then they, they do a thing where it's like Sharpay is like in her house and Gabriella is her maid. And essentially it boils down to these two Aryan Brotherhood motherfuckers walking around <laughs> while every actor of color in this movie plays their servant to an extent. Yeah. And it is fucked. It's a bad look. Yeah, it's, it's a bad, a bad look. look. And also just because of the, the, what the song is trying to do, it's Sharpay trying to literally and figuratively seduce Ryan into helping her out again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it just turns into this whole thing where like Ryan is looking at like huh, a, a black man giving me a drink. That would be nice. And like, oh yeah, man, it's, it's like, oh my God, look. this is so Although fucked up. Although I do up. think this is one of the scenes where Lucas Graybill does the little bit of Disney mutiny where he's like, oh no, I'm going to lean into the fact like, I can't say that I'm gay, but I will check out every dude on this screen. Oh yeah, because when he leaves yes. the little, the he, little he French has, scene with Zeke. He does a little conga Zeke. line and then as he's like leaving the, the little conga line, he like looks back at Zeke and like gives him a once over. And well, Zeke because does the guys, same to him. Question, how how many buttons are done on Zeke's shirt in that scene? 
Uh, none. None at all. We see the full none washboard. Buttons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think when I was set, when I was seventeen watching this, uh, actually, oh my god, this actually came out eight days before my seventeenth birthday. So depending on what when I saw it. What, what a gift, gift it was. Oh That's honestly God. probably why we saw it. I'm not even kidding. That's probably why we saw it. Um, but I uh, I was very much okay with all of this because Vanessa and Hutchins is in a French maid costume by the end of it. And I'm like, this is the best number ever. <laughs> My God. <laughs> it's fun. You know what? I had, I had We both had that moment <laughs> at the end of the number when Ashley Tisdale is doing the um, what I call the Lady Gaga thing, what we call the Chicago thing. We're like we both kind of for a minute while she's like just needlessly grinding on everything yep. in like this spangled you know leotard. She's doing some like fossy dance moves. Fossy she's dance doing moves. some really cool we're, dance moves. We were both sitting there and admittedly I had the moment of like, you know what? If I was in high school, I would have found this pretty hot. Like I found yep. it pretty hot oh, right yeah. now. I thought she looked incredible. She looked great. It's yeah, the they best balanced the like the hotness with the like. We know actual theater people are gonna see this, so the choreography also needs to be baller. And, and what I found legit. amazing. Was that we we Google it afterwards? Sorry, this is spoiling further research. The same choreographers did all three movies because yeah. we're like they had to have added someone, right? And no, it's kind of like the end of Captain Marvel. Kenny Ortega just took off his little like inhibitor yeah. chip, yeah. and now he's like, I am now full Kenny Ortega, and now can I now can do, do all the, the ballet stuff I want to do. Yeah. yeah, it's like I'm sure we could afford an extra camera setup. We can afford. A, there were a thousand extras at the graduation sequence, and because the the movie had so much goodwill in the community and people loved it so much, it was such phenomena. They got a ton of people to show up and do things for free. Like they got so many kids that were like, "We just want to be in these movies." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll show up to these huge dance calls, and like awesome. just all learn choreography. So it looks like there are literally a thousand kids doing the dance because there are. Well, and the funny like, thing was, last episode, we were talking about High School Musical 2's brilliance, was that it looked complex, but we realized we could actually all learn it. As I was watching High School Musical 3, I'm like, oh, I couldn't fucking do this. Yeah. That yeah, is which gone is the now. smart move. They I don't want to watch shit on TV that I could do. They obviously yeah. had kids in the background that were, like, doing simplified versions of the choreography, and then they have, the, like, the dancers that have been training for, like, you know, their whole lives up front. Yeah. And, like, because, like, you couldn't have extras doing uh, the ending. I just couldn't stop thinking about the graduation dance of, like, how difficult that must have been with those robes to make it yes. not like shit. And like, the prom and the prom one in those dresses and the suits. Like yeah. to, and you're all in dress shoes or heels and like you ha- and they're all the leads. Like the yeah. you couldn't hide behind <laughs> dance doubles. Yes. Yeah. Um can we talk really quick before we move on about yeah. why they go into the I Want It All song, which is because oh, yes, when peace. they do their final show, oh, yeah. there is going to be uh two scouts from Juilliard <gasps> coming to see the show to see four of them. This is news to some of those four. Like, who submitted these names and why? <laughs> who submitted Troy Bolton to Juilliard, a man who does not know what Juilliard is. Also, Juilliard... He's who, like, who's Juilliard? <laughs> also, Juilliard, which Ian pointed out one second afterwards... Does not have a musical theater, theater program! <laughs> um, I So, as someone... Who went through the Juilliard audition process in high school. Yeah. Is it like this, Eric? It. You know what, Lauren? Is it? It's not. Um, oh, damn. But I, this I movie is legit one of the reasons why I applied. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Great. But I'm sure you're not the only one. The first round of Juilliard auditions is an essay. Yeah. And that gets you yep. an audition. Yep. That's it. Yep. So. Yes. 
And the, but they do not come to your school. Sorry. No, but that being they do not said, come to your school in fucking in Albuquerque. fucking Albuquerque. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Because no. they heard that one kid choreographs well, and another kid's a basketball player who reluctantly sings every three months. <laughs> fuck you! But, I am but not I figured it on a out. Plane. There's a coronavirus. No. <laughs> I <figured> like, <laughs> but the thing so, like, is, not what's even we a performing arts school? Like not no, even a no, no. It's arts just a public school. school. But once we it's figure just a out. Like, spoiler alert, because we figure you have either watched this movie or you're just in for the ride at this point. Once we figure out that uh, Darbus is actually the one who submitted Troy, I'm thinking, wait a minute, all you had to do is write an essay. So, a teacher wrote an <laughs> essay for a student to get him a Juilliard audition. No! You know the easy, like, seriously, <laughs> and it bothers me so much, but it, it could have been solved so simply by Darbus just being like, Oh, my sister, Harumph, who still lives in New York. Harumph, Harumph Darbus. Is, <laughs> is like an administrator at Juilliard. And she's coming into town to visit me. And I wanted yeah. her to take a look at four of you. Yeah. It would be so easy, so easy. But that's to not do as this. fun. It's not as fun as the, It's well, not as fun as just, like, the scouts are coming in to East High. The Juilliard's making the rounds to the Southwest. Well, and what like, I was amazed no. by, too, is that, like, I don't, I haven't done the, I haven't done the research on the University of Albuquerque knowing if that's, like, a real school that has all these things. Oh, but it the is. Fact, okay, great. But the fact that Juilliard, arguably the biggest acting school in at least the country, if not the world, at gave the, their, one like... one of the most prolific, yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely. But they gave... Their license, their name, their look, like, that, everything for this movie to use is, like, they, they realize what a phenomenon this was, and I guarantee applicants to Juilliard soared the year after this movie. You applied? I yeah. did, yeah, exactly. So, like, I, I found that to be, like, almost a commentary on the first two movies where Juilliard is being, like, yeah, we'll do the third one. Yeah, it was just, like, that, that shit was nuts to me. And then when they actually show up at the end, it's crazy that not only are they showing up, like, just to see a show, they're showing up to see, like, basically their senior showcase, which is, like, a devised theater, high school theater performance. Yeah, like, a theater performance that is designed to be like, hey, audience, you sit back while we suck our own dicks for two hours. I, you could not Which is, correct me if I'm wrong, every high school theater performance. Yeah. I, I I had violent flashbacks to my senior showcase, which is something we did at my high school um, mm -hmm. because I went to an art school. And so you would do like a senior showcase where like your graduating class got to do like whatever songs you want and like whatever right. scenes you want. And then at the end, the class below you would come and sing like a goodbye song. And Oof, like everyone cried like <laughs> and everyone like did a hug and everyone sang together one last time. And we so, sacrificed like, a freshman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All in. Did, did you have to uh, tell what your major was going to be at your college on stage during the last show? No, but I did uh, <laughs> tell my teacher in high school that I was going to school for acting instead of musical theater. And he looked at me with great d distaste and like never talked to me again the rest of the year. Because that was bad. That's hey, jokes on him. We're quarantined in Chicago right now. Yeah, hey -oh. But yeah, we um, find out that. So what? Four of them got Julia. It's it's. Kelsey, Ryan, Sharpay, and Troy, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They're the... Because fuck you, Gabriella. And and two of those people deserve that. And two of them are Sharpay and Troy. And, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So that pretty Kelsey much... Kelsey has a genuinely pretty impressive resume for a high schooler. Honestly, has, most impressive has... high school resume I've ever seen. As a composer, Seriously. she has multiple produced shows. Like, fully produced shows. 
her last two her last show twinkle town was one of the highest rated disney channel original movies of all time <laughs> yeah. like millions of people saw us it. know what it's about it was so good the callbacks were sold out <laughs> <laughs> she created the troy bolton vehicle <laughs> she she, she was on the ground level. Troy. She's been writing for. She is the. Oh my god, it's incredible. Juilliard she is Scorsese. Troy, Troy is her De Niro. She <laughs> is so she is so fuckable that Ryan Evans, you know the gay one, will take her to prom. <laughs> yeah, because she's just got that bit much big dick energy that even Ryan will go out with her. I do love that that Kelsey has evolved from like the, the meat like. I'm behind the piano and, and one with her little hat to the biggest dick energy yeah. of maybe anyone in high school. She Musical has 3. power. She has genuine power. She is the one that assigns the songs. She she doesn't give a fuck. She is so obsessed with watching Troy and Gabriella's love story that she will make entire shows just to watch them kiss. Dude, she is she is Tarantino looking at Uma Thurman and being like, No, I'm writing things for you. Exactly. No one else no, I will can't wait. Go anywhere. No, she's like Bong Joon Ho at the Oscars who made his two Oscar statues kiss. <laughs> That's her with Troy and Gabriella. She's During like, okay yes, guys now kiss. So during this during this duet, you're gonna do this first verse, and you each remove a shirt, <laughs> and then you're gonna do a little more singing. And during the chorus, you make out vigorously, furiously make out. Use the tongues. Use the tongues. <laughs> um, there's a um, so yeah, so we're this play that Darbus wants to put on the senior play yeah. is is going to be an amalgamation of all of them. She looks at Chad, and she's yeah. like, Chad, the play is going to be you. <laughs> Yeah, like, Dar- Darvis, who is also, that being said, doing a little more subtle work than her last two movies, and I think it actually it, it plays pretty nicely. I, li- she I like also Darvis aware a lot. The Academy's movie. watching this one. Yes, <laughs> she's like, oh wait, I'm an actual adult. I need I need another job. Wait, I yeah, <laughs> this is called job security. Yeah. Um, I keep losing out on all these insurance campaigns. I need yeah, something. Darvis definitely lives at the school. Yeah, so she's, she's definitely she's definitely. Oh, I was just here, school. Troy. Uh, uh. I definitely don't live in the theater like the Phantom of the Opera. No. <laughs> oh, box five? No, not mine. Not mine, never. <laughs> so let's smoke talk- bomb. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about um. Let's talk about. Never say never. Let's talk about the Rocket Man. Um, let's, oh my god! Because there's this whole subplot where these because this kid's what a freshman. Uh, he's a freshman or a sophomore. This kid is based. Well, he's on varsity, so he's got to be elite. This kid's got to be at least a sophomore because he's on the varsity basketball team. This kid, um, but Troy reacts like he's never seen this kid in his life. I don't none think of he, us no. Have. This kid, Troy Bolton, I think looking back on it, is who I wanted to be in high school. Well, Rocket yeah, Man you wanted to date Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, Rocket Man is definitely who I was in high school. Like, this, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm wearing Rocket I, Man's I, who we all my, were. My hair's too long. I always wear a hoodie with stripes on it. I want to hang out with the cool kids, but I'm never quite there. And I have no self awareness of what people think about me. <laughs> like, this I look guy. like I listen to Panic at the Disco, but I actually listen to Jaquan. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, everybody in ins- the club getting tipsy. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> oh my god! Like, literally, this guy is a sidekick who had his own sidekick, and then like, <laughs> this guy is like three ranks down, and then like. Sharpay has a side. Like, they decided that this movie, hey, you know what we've forgotten to do? Give everyone else their own B player. Okay, Sharpay's sidekick is baffling. Her name me. is Tierra Gold. Tierra Gold. Um, yeah, she's, she's British. She, she, I, I Question? Think we can, can, can we talk about the reveal with her already? Like, I know we're jumping Sorry, ahead, but yeah, like, okay, Eric. Yeah, well, I was going to say, because this actually has to go with the reveal, because we all know, 
I assume Sharpay has her own like direct to DVD movie as well. Correct? Sharpay's Big Adventure? I'm sorry. Did you not know what? this? No. What? Is Ryan oh, in it? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, this is the reveal. There is a Sharpay movie. I have not seen it. It's gotta it, be on Disney Plus. Yes, it's when she goes to LA to try to make it. Or New York, I believe, to try to make it. So my question is, is so this girl... So she didn't girl, go to the University of Albuquerque? I don't know. But is this girl in that movie? Is that why they put her in this? Because they're setting up the Sharpay sequel. Fuck. Oh, man. Well, they must have known she's the only interesting character. So, like, yeah, we've got to put her in this movie. Oh, my God. I was just yeah. going to ask that. Sharpay's Fabulous like Adventure, 2011. Sharpay Evans travels to New York where she is pursuing a Broadway career, but it's her dog who lands an acting gig first. This poor girl. Wait, that's, can't... An ep- that's an episode of This American Life. I've listened to that episode. <laughs> this girl can't catch a fucking break. Because that was another thing we talked about is how Sharpay, again, and it happens again in this movie, is one of the only ones that is there from day one of rehearsal and follows through to the day of performance. And again, gets everything just fucking ripped out of her hand. Yep, it's right here on Disney Plus Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure. There it is. I do oh not see the other girl credited in this movie. Is it a wow. musical? God, I hope it's not. I, think I don't, we have I don't to. think it is. Oh. Ian, I, th- I think we have to. I oh. think we're not done yet. <laughs> Ian, we have to. This was directed Listeners. by Fred Lembeck, who also directed The Santa Claus 3. <gasps> we yeah. have to watch it now. <laughs> That's the one with Martin Short. Wait, but is Ryan in it? That's all I care about. Does he get a cameo at least? Well, we got to find out. Fuck! Okay, if there's if there's a possibility of my boy Ryan, then I'll watch it. Oh my god. You're oh my god. listeners, you're listening to my heartbreak like in the, real the, time. Uh, we're looking <laughs> at the poster for it. It looks like Illegally Blonde. Yeah. Like, it just looks like Legally Blonde. So I bet that's definitely ro- what they were hoping people would think. The role yep. of Tiara, the, the, the yes. sidekick to Sharpay, was supposed to go... assistant. ...was offered, sight unseen... Offer only to Selena Gomez, who said, nah, dog, I'm good. Oh, man. Uh, so, wait, this is 2008. Was she already on Wizards of Waverly Place? She was already on Wizards okay. of Waverly Place. She's, they were you know what, guys? Hot, hot take. She's fine. She's doing She's okay. weirdly one of She'll the biggest, re- like, Instagram recording celebrities in the world. I think she's good, she's but also be just fine without this. She'd been great. I think she actually, I, I, was, I was a big Wizards fan when it started out. I think Selena would have been great. Um, yeah, so was, she was, she, uh, was offered it. Allie Lohan auditioned for it, ended up going to this girl. This girl is fine. Um, you know, she does a, she does an okay British accent and, um, she kind of plays really under, under the, like under the game the whole time. And she becomes Sharpay's understudy and you're kind of like, well, I'm sure this will come back later. And yeah, right. she's a mini Sharpay, so she has to be a backstabber. Yeah. So yeah. she's yeah, and she ends up kind of having like an orphan esque reveal at the end of this movie. Yeah. Um, so the reveal is that she has come from England. She's she did come from a, a school in London. But that school was the London Academy of Dramatic Arts. Lambda. So, so she, she came, came from, from Lambda. She came from the college conservatory lambda that's a college so she has dropped out of lambda a like very very well-known college in the uk for performing arts one might call it the juilliard of london (laughs) London to drop out so is her gambit to drop out of college in london come over to albuquerque 
where the real theater to is To a done. high school, at this high school, because maybe the scouts from Juilliard are there just so she can get into the <laughs> Juilliard of the USA. Is that the easiest way to get into Juilliard for her? I mean, maybe. And I think what it really means is that she's actually like 22 or 23. She defi- oh, she definitely is. Like in this high school. I think she's in But she's got to take over this drama department. Yeah, because she, she doesn't even mention Juilliard. She's literally just there to be like, I want to be the star of the like wildcat drama yeah because you know what yeah she's like i'm taking over the drama department next year even though the person who writes all of your shows is graduating this whole department is falling apart without kelsey they're doing seven brides for four years in a row like we know what's coming up they are definitely doing fiddler on the roof next year absolutely yeah and miss darvis is playing tevia (laughs) on an equity special appearance contract You know Miss Darvis is equity. You know she got her equity card and then never worked again. You know there's one horrible day of drama one where she explains the biz of the biz and it's like, uh. Uh. Yeah, she went equity on a summer stock when she was 20 and they said, no, we'll turn you. And she said, great. And she never worked again because she lived in Nebraska. Yeah. yeah, and there's some one equity theater out there. And yeah, like, she's like, I tried. I don't know what you want from me. I don't know what but you yeah. want. I think this assistant, like, she serves her purpose fine. She's clearly going to be evil. It's just a way to get Sharpay a few one-liners and then a little bit of conflict at the end. Yeah. yeah. So we get, but we get Rocket Man and, and his sidekick, Baby Chad, involved because yep. they, Troy and Chad steal their clothes and they're running through the halls with, like, with, and, hilarious and, prank. You really oh, think, man. I really thought, and maybe this is just because we watched uh, a movie last night about high schoolers that have that has consequences. I really thought Troy and Chad were going to get in trouble for this prank because this prank is kind of fucked up. Oh, uh, no. Oh, not in 2008, second semester of senior year, That's you get in trouble for nothing. It's like Gabriella goes up while someone. everyone is laughing at these two boys sitting they in their are, towels. No, they're the star basketball players. They get away with anything. Yeah, and they're... No, those guys are also on the basketball team, and like it's 2008. No, man, you gotta put yourself back in that time capsule. Yeah, I mean, it's that's all good, that's like, the biggest shift from here until then. Is yeah. that I that shit was totally fine. Was it fucked up? Absolutely. I think that's yeah. why we don't do that now. Yeah, but, that's why Unfriended couldn't have come out in 2008. Oh, <laughs> that's Ian, exactly don't spoil it. Your recommendation for God Unfriended. damn it! Every time. It's a great movie. <laughs> Ian's really loved Unfriended. We watched it last night. It was really good. Ian is, Ian is going to make me watch Unfriended Dark Web right after this. Oh, we are, uh, we are, spoiler alert, I can't recommend this. I haven't seen it yet, but speaking of basketball on the brain, we're going to watch The Way Back after this. Fuck yes. Let's talk about my boy. Let's talk about my boy, Ben we, Affleck. We had biggest, a long Ben Affleck conversation today. King of 2020, Ben Affleck. <laughs> is it because he's dating Anna Darmus? Ian found that out this morning and lost his mind. Eric, that's <laughs> 150% of the reason why. <laughs> like How does Phoenix king... on his back, he rises. And then we discovered that, like, other than Ana de Armas, who's 31, and, like, they have a, like, they, they have an age difference. Ben Affleck has always, almost always dated women who are exactly his age or older, which I yeah. admire. How'd that work out for him every time? Pretty great. Pretty fucking great. It's your boy. I would say Ben Affleck this year rose from a king to possibly an emperor. Well done, <laughs> sir. <laughs> that concludes so far Ben Affleck <laughs> Corner, which will now be a part of every Not Another Film podcast episode. Welcome back to Affleck Avenue. Uh, we okay, are now y'all get to better. talk about Affleck. Can I do a check-in on Bill Hader every week? Because I just rewatched Trainwreck, and you know who's great? Bill Hader. <laughs> uh, so let's keep going. So there's... Um, 
we get the second major Troy and Gabriella song, the one that happens on the roof. Where uh, he asks this her dance to, is incredible. This he is like some Fred This dance shit. is very impressive. Yes, it's like in a it's a rooftop garden. By the way, their high school is a rooftop garden. Adorable. Yeah. Yep. Adorable. Um, there's huh. one the West. That, who would have thunk? Yeah. There's one part that disturbs me where she has a sustained note that she holds, but then she doesn't keep singing it visibly. So it's just like... She starts singing the next verse with Troy. She starts singing the next verse with Troy while her own voice is like continuing over the top. And it's very disturbing for me to watch. That is... I did not care for it. That is scary. Oh yeah, that's like, from now or never, at the beginning of the movie, they are definitely like singing over themselves and like mixing. They've said, okay, this soundtrack is going to be mixed differently, so we got to go all in. But they sometimes do forget they are also singing, quote unquote, live in a movie. You need to. I mean, like, there's, okay, to do a little bit of story time here. I remember a band that I'm not a crazy big fan of, uh, but that I know both of you are, uh, Fall Out Boy. When I saw Fall Out Boy live, um, there was, I remember being disappointed. I liked them a lot, and then I saw them live, and I was very disappointed because nobody else sings but the main dude. So there are no backup vocals happening, and half the fun of listening to Fall Out Boy is the cool harmonies that get done, mm-hmm. and a lot of the extra vocal stuff that makes them sound bigger than a four-piece band. Mm-hmm. But when yeah. they sing on their own, it's just that dude singing, and you're kind of just like, man, this guy has, this guy's back, I hope it's okay, because he's carrying the entire weight of the rest <laughs> of his band on him. And it's The it's fact that Pete right Wentz now. got so famous out of Fall Out Boy is the biggest con of our lives. Truly. <laughs> what are you doing? Because you know why? I can say Pete Wentz, the bass player, and I can't say the singer's name. Patrick. Patrick, Patrick Wentz. <laughs> Patrick Stump, I think. I think that's actually right. I think but so. But also I'm his name is Patrick sure. Stump. You changed right, that shit. Change your names. name. Change it. <laughs> you talented it's, man. But it's You've the got same a great way voice. that like I think all these live performances. Um, I I read an article that was talking about um Broadway cast recordings and why mm-hmm. if you listen to cast recordings over and over again, there's a certain element of like disappointment when you finally see it, even if it's with the actual people, because mm. they can mix the voice with the instruments in a way that makes the voice sound bigger and more powerful and closer so they always yep. like when you kind of see them on stage even if they're they are using mics huh. there's a certain element of them their voice that doesn't sound as full because we are so used to the studio recording of these songs that there's always something that's kind of disappointing in real life and so i mm-hmm. think that there's something interesting about how completely overmixed these the like not I, yeah i think overmixed in a lot of ways for what it is they're very much much pop mixes instead of like, oh, this is something that is happening in the world of the show, musical theater mixes. Yeah. And I kind of wish that they had had like two different versions. There was like a radio version and there was a version for the universe of, of the movie. Just for like, I'm not uh, saying yeah. they have to record it like Les Mis, although I would be very fascinated to see this movie. <laughs> One yeah. game more. Shot like Les Mis, but I don't know. It's something, yes. it's something that's kind of interesting with our brains and like, why things sound different when they're live. Yeah. Um, the next big thing that happens is Chad and Troy go to the junkyard to fix the car. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Cause Troy's, thing Troy's truck that we saw in the last movie is, is a constant motif. Uh, oh, and, and also all throughout this, Troy is struggling with what, with his future. That's still yes. like, that's, that's the background. His, his dad wants him to go to U of a, he's not sure if the Juilliard thing is real, but even not, he tells Gabriella that like other colleges have been talking to him. Um, yeah. But yeah, 
but he, when and, he like, and he's like, you know, Gabrielle is, you know, pretty much being realistic about this and kind of being like, look, there's a like 98% chance you and I break up at the end of all of this. Yeah. Like we're going to different schools and he's like, B -b break up. Yeah, I didn't even know that was a, an option. Like, and yeah, he's like, we're still coming back. And because she has also been admitted into this like early Stanford program, but we'll get to that in a second. But so yeah, the, 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 the junkyard. That has, like, the, the guy that's like, oh, I've seen you guys since you were kids. Eh, fuck around. Find your radiator cap for free. Close it up. Yeah. Uh, so you like this song. I do. The boys are back. Tell me why, because in my opinion, this is the worst song in all three of the movies. So this song comes out of nowhere. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely yes. doesn't have a purpose. But I think it's, they feel like they got to the third movie, and they're like, all right, Troy and Chad, best friends. They've been best friends for their whole lives. Oh my god, they've never had a duet. Oops. <laughs> so they barely they're like, they going to this junkyard and they sit there they've and they've been silent. antagonistic towards each other for two out of the three movies. Fuck. Like, Oops, What's in this let's way? gaslight the audience into remembering that they're friends. <laughs> and they're like, Oh, well, we used to we used to hang out all the time. You know, this junkyard we always used to go to. We've talked remember, about it before. Our audience remember that junkyard yeah. we definitely mentioned in the first two movies. And then it's just it's just two guys just broing out and being like, oh, we used to have a great time pretending. And I think what I like about this song is that one, it's just like the rock grunge jam of the movie. Yeah. And it's just a fun little earworm. But also like it's just very simplistic. Two buddies pretending to be other things with like found weapons like stuff i used to do as a kid so this is like the nostalgic song for me they're just mm -hmm. grabbing stuff and pretending to fight monsters and then it becomes the big broadway dance break number because the dance breaks in this movie are way Huge. more elaborate than obviously any of the other two yeah this this is a dance break that definitely came around the time where stomp was a big thing Yes, yeah, bro. And also, and also, it felt very much like a lot of the dances that I used to see in like early days. Crumping. Uh, yeah, early days. Oh my, so you think oh you can my dance. god! Like this is definitely an yep. early days. So you think you can dance number? Like where I feel yes, like this 100%. legitimately could be a so you think you can dance number. Yeah. Um, yep. My favorite part of this song is one of the lyrics is we're like superheroes, Will Smith and Bobby De Niro. <laughs> Which is hilarious because Will, Smith, Will Smith's played played a, a superhero before. You know, he played Hancock. Hancock. Uh, yeah. Robert De Niro <laughs> is, I mean, I get that we can confuse the Irishman for sounding like it's in the MCU, but it's not. <laughs> but I like the idea that when they're kids, like, all right, who Do are you going to be? And Chad's like, I oh, yeah. Well, Chad's like, I'm going to be Will Smith. What about you, Troy? Troy goes like. Robert De Niro. Yeah. <laughs> I think the closest you could say Robert De Niro is to a superhero is that De Niro did Taxi Driver, which is basically Joker, which, yes. <laughs> which has Batman in it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. It's basically that. I want to be or that guy he... from Joker. <laughs> Joker or did he that... like uh, the old Bat, the uh, the Keaton Batman, and thought that Nicholson was De Niro? Another like, option, but still up. then it's like, I'm Will Smith, and you're Jack Nicholson as the Joker. <laughs> oh my, yeah, I, it's, I it's a There's no way to make guys. it work where Bob De Niro, yeah. unless it's like, yeah, you know, Raging Bull, that movie where he, like, wins the title and beats his wife up, I want to be that guy. <laughs> now I'm just looking there's, at Robert De Niro's IMDb. He is, you know, he's never played a leader. superhero. 
he's fearless leader in Rocky and Bullwinkle in 2000. That's a villain. <laughs> All right. What do we got? Yeah, this is, a rough, this is a tough look for our guy. Awakenings, again, not a hero <laughs> in the traditional sense. And the crazy thing about that is that Bobby De Niro doesn't even that easily scan in the verse. Like, it, it feels like, like they really specifically wanted Robert De Niro. Another name that has fewer syllables would have worked fine. But they're like, All no. I want is for, like, Robert De Niro to be watching this movie. Like, walking through the room where his grandkids are watching this movie. Hear that line and then look at the screen and be like, what? <laughs> and then just, like, walk away. What? Yeah, exactly. Just, like, grumpy old man. Like, What? Fuck Trump and walk away. I mean, that's <laughs> exactly what he would be. Is a superhero, right? Yeah, meet the Fockers. That's superhero. <laughs> the intern. To Jinxy Caddy is. Oh, uh, Jinxy. All right. Yeah. Uh, so let's keep going. So, um, the other big thing that keeps happening here is prom is a big deal. Troy obviously yep. asked Gabriella. We talked about that. Chad can't get up the nerve to ask Taylor, who remember they've been in a relationship this whole time. Definitely and, nothing going on between him and Ryan. Nothing to see here. Um, and he kind of vaguely asks Taylor, and she's like, "You're gonna have to do better than that." So his way of doing better than that is just standing up on a table and asking her in front of everybody without a basketball in his hand. In a movie musical, this is the least theatrical way to ask somebody to prom. He should have gotten his own song here. Yeah, no, I, like I, I agree. Up to it, they felt like they were building up but, to a song, and then he didn't. He got it to song after he's asked her. What? Yeah, I feel like one of the problems with this though is that with Chad and Taylor, Chad is very clear. Like when, when Gabriella leaves for Stanford and is like, "I'm not coming back. We're breaking up." Essentially, Chad's like. I mean, yeah, fuck him. We're going to college. Like, he, he in no way is Chad interested in staying with Taylor past high school. So I feel and like he can't get the I love you song. She yeah. doesn't give a fuck either. That's the best yeah, thing about so Taylor. Think- Taylor's on the fucking level. She's like, look, it is yeah. not going to go well if me and this boy stay together. So I'm going to have some fun during the summer. and then I think that's why you don't want to ask her big. He's like, come on, we're just going to go and I'm going to like finger you in the car and then I'm going to go home. Like, why be <laughs> weird about it? I gotta go get a new, you know, a new ignition shaft. I don't know. It's like, it's <laughs> Whatever. Like, I gotta go talk to Ryan about an ignition shaft. Yeah, I gotta go to my car guy. Uh, his name is Ian Revens. Uh, I gotta go. <laughs> oh, oh, I know Ian. His name is uh, Beautiful Eyes Ryan. I mean, his name is Golden Hair Ryan. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> uh, big Dick McFucks a lot. No, damn um, it. I- <laughs> Big Dick McFucks a lot. God, I love Ryan so much. He must mean Ryan Evans. Evans. <laughs> Who else could he possibly mean? Um. So Ryan goes and asks Kelsey to prom in this hilarious way where he goes and sees her writing a song for Troy and Gabriella as she spends 90% yeah. of her free time doing. Um, yep. I can't even tell you how I reacted. The first moment I realized, are they trying to do like a she's all that where he like it's going to take her to prom under false pretenses and then they're actually going to fall in love. Cause I was not prepared for that. Luckily that is not what happened, but I was nope. like, they're like, you know what? Myself. No, nah. for us. And all these numbers about prom or hetero romance for him. Oh yeah. They're just like, we need Ryan who is a great dancer to have someone to dance with on the other side. And fuck it. Kelsey. Sure. Like it really yeah. felt like the vibe. Yeah. Um, the best part about this from, for me watching it is, She's playing piano. Ryan comes in, starts playing the piano, <laughs> and sings with her. And they sing a little bit of the song that Troy and Gabriella are going to sing later on. 
And Ryan kind of turns to her and he's like, that's really beautiful. Like, that's a really, really great song that you wrote. And she's like, thanks. And they have this conversation about going to prom and blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's, you know, very nice. And it's Ryan being like, you know what? I would not hate going to prom with you the entire time. Ryan is still playing the piano and underscoring the entire conversation, which is the he's a biggest boss. musical theater flex I have ever seen. It is a major you flex know, and I respect him so much for it. You know what else is a big flex during that song? He starts playing it, sight reading it, and he starts ad-libbing before he even starts the lyrics. He goes, <laughs> like he starts making our song quote unquote better before he even starts singing it. This is a better a, proposal than Chad ever could dream. No. No, it, it, like, it, it's the, yeah, it's the cool boy flex of like, oh, you want to go out? No. Cool. Pick up at eight and yeah. walk yeah, away. Like, and it's also like, hey, I'm going to like find you with an, like, and I'm going to incorporate the promposal into something that I know that you love, which is your music. So I'm going to come in here. I'm going to sing with you. I'm going to play on, on the piano because I know that, that that's something that's very personal to you. And I'm going to use that as a moment to ask you to prom. I think it's actually really sweet. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Next, this is where the movie makes its biggest mistake. And this is where... The prom song? No. This no, is... Yeah, we still have to talk about oh, the Oh, let's talk about the prom song. I would love to Because I was going to go past it. So. I would love to talk about the prom song really quick. Just talk now it's official. It. Yeah, Can't I, back I, out. I, Can't back out. I just really hate the gender stereotypes that this song reinforces. Because it is all about how oh, yeah. girls are like, oh yeah, it's pretty. And the boys are like, fuck this. I'd rather yeah. die. Boys are like, I guess I got to go to prom now. I loved going to prom. I had a great time at prom. Pa- prom there. was dope. They're acting like it is their own arranged marriage. And it's like, go fuck oh, yourself. Yeah. You you asked them to prom. I guess I gotta go put on fancy clothes. I can't just wear gym shorts and a t-shirt. The most unbelievable part, because this number is in, in the context of the movie, is a number from the show that they're putting on. Yeah. This is not Yes, they are on stage the entire time. So are, this is really yes. Kelsey's fault. Yeah. So they are getting ready for the time. <laughs> Because, yeah, the, uh, the most unrealistic part of this song is that it shows like Kelsey Ryan. Wrote it. <laughs> it shows Ryan getting ready for prom and Ryan, like, not knowing what to do to get ready to, like, make himself presentable. He's using, like, spray deodorant, which he would never, he by would the way. Never. No. And also, like, Sharpay's like, what hair. should I do with my hair? I'm like, no, you, you're going out to get a blowout. Like, you There's are not no way, doing you're, your you're own hair. You're not doing anything on your Sharpay's not doing anything herself. No. She no, never of has course not. She never will. That's totally. But no, I, I really. My, my my favorite part about this song, I literally made Charlie like I'm like look at the screen, watch this moment. Is when they're going through the different suits and they're like, it's too baggy, too dead, it too tight, and then Troy goes, it makes me look weird, and he's like humping the air. It's yeah. just mm-hmm. my favorite little thing about I this song. I will say, without the ruffled shirt, the blue tux, like the powder blue tux, looks great on him. Good call. That's they all look great, honestly. He should but be like, wearing the powder blue tux. Yeah, he but comes the out choreo like a gray this one, and I'm like, nah. Yeah, it's fine. And like, I think at the end it was like, "Oh my god, it's so beautiful." Gabriella picked it out. Wow, a neutral tux, brave. Um, <laughs> hey, she's smart. <laughs> hey, god, so brave. Hey, Chad put his number on the back of his. He like, have the balls to be who you are. He oh. customized it. I want to point out we're also an, over an hour into this one. We have barely talked about Gabriella at all. That's how titillating a character she is. She has um, nothing. Yeah, she has three songs and nothing to do. Yep. Yeah, so, but this problem. So if it's, let's say about the prom song. I like the choreography a lot. I think it's a lot of fun. The choreography is Yeah, yeah, and it's like the it has the acapella 
like moment where it's that we all love. We all stand in acapella moment where they're doing more choreo. But it is weird at the end to realize that it's within the context of the show. Because uh, Wendy, follow me on this. Wendy Cummings had a, a comment in an interview earlier that said how weird it is to do sex scenes in auditions because people basically see how you fuck. Yeah. And like, yeah. and she's like, it's weird. And I feel like this is Darvis watching them all being like, so what is your anxiety like about prom? Do it on the stage. I yeah. want to see it. <laughs> yeah, it's and that's exactly what it is. Theater. I don't like pick it. who you're she going to prom with now like in the show. Level truth from their yes. promposal show. If I was a also, high school teacher, I would not give a single fuck. No, because she's like, y'all better not break up during rehearsals or choose not Ugh. to go to prom with the person I have assigned you to dance with. Yeah, that's rough. Done and done. Ugh. Um. So next, Gabriella breaks up with Troy Pre, or she goes to this thing. She goes to the. She doesn't break thing. up yeah. with him. Yeah, Stanford, Stanford has decided <clears throat> apparently to st- what start classes for incoming freshmen early in their senior year because they're gifted it's an honors program so it's like you kind of come here for three weeks you can knock out a few credits like get a taste for what it's like on campus Uh, like lauren and i were talking about this my college did something kind of similar to this it was not okay you couldn't like knock out classes but you could go stay on campus for like a week and share and shadow a student and like they say for her it's an orientation yeah It's it's an early accepted students thing um which, you know, yeah. Gabriella is somebody who got into Stanford early admission with, like, uh, early admittance with a big-ass scholarship. Like, good for you, dude. Go. Yeah. By all means, it's go. A, yeah, like, she and Troy have this big date because he finds out about it through Sharpay, who apparently always Googles Gabriella, or her assistant Googled Gabriella, and she prints it out in the laser jet. And he's <laughs> <laughs> always like, well, one thing I really loved about Troy in this movie, he's like, no, like, go, of course. Like, there's no question. You're going to Stanford. Yeah. Go. And I thought that was really nice. They didn't have to have because that fight is reductive and makes them both lesser. But then he's like, but you, but then come back to prom, then go back to California, then come back from graduation, then go back to California. Is yeah. the plan. And she's like, nah, we're just gonna move. <laughs> yeah, they she sell their house. She doesn't. She waits until they like, like the day of prom to call and be like, yo, I'm not coming back. Yeah, and he's like, "You're sp- no, it's two days before." Because he's like, "You're supposed to be on a plane out out here right now to come to prom." And she's like, "Yeah, who are we kidding? Uh, I'm staying out here. I just don't think it works out. Like, I, you've got your people. I've got my people. I can't do goodbyes anymore. I love you, Wildcat. Like I've always called you. Remember? And bye. <laughs> and hangs up the phone. And luckily, Chad is right there to help him yeah. out. As, also, as- Tro- Troy's phone." Did you guys have a flashback to that phone he had that had, like, 84 physical buttons? Because we all needed a full keyboard, (laughs) apparently. Eric, when I tell you I miss it so much, I miss it so much. Uh, If if I could have my NV3 back, that was my favorite phone I've ever had. Ian becomes an old man more and more every day because he just hates technology, like, new technology more and more. Ian had, like, three breakdowns trying to do a Zoom call. It was a Google Hangout, and I will never do it again. He will never do it again. He had to leave the room at one point because he got so frustrated. I hate it. I hate it as well. But uh, Troy's was definitely the one that you would open up to call, and then you'd close it and then flip it sideways and open it up to text. Yes. Oh, fuck yeah. Because after their phone call, (sighs) yeah, those were great. I wanted that phone so badly. But then he threw it on the bed. It, It bounced off, hit the floor, and neither of them cared. Because you know what? It was fine. fine. They knew it would be fine. 
But yeah, look at Troy's house. If he breaks it, fuck it. Like, yeah. And then this is where we get the bet on it of High School Musical 3. Yes. yes Scream. Which is Scream. nowhere near as good. Not catchy at all. And, nope. uh... <laughs> <laughs> but the choreo's fine again it, it's a dance it's just a dance it's song the exact point. same it, it literally satisfies the exact same emotional beat as the last movie yeah yep. it's like bet on it but bet on it like a little less silly it's like diet bet on it it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's bet on it but like emo it's like bet on it zero yeah i really like i like it though because it has that inception thing where like the the hallway is turning because disney has fuck you money now I really enjoyed yeah. that quite a bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we, we were talking as we were watching it. We're like, how are they doing this? And I'm like, Th- that's actually a rotating set because gravity yeah. is working on him. Continue. It's like it's the Inception fight. I think they, yeah. they I've took seen the making the Inception of Inception. Set. I know how they filmed that. Yeah. It yeah. does create this like really hilarious effect when you're just like, he's just kind of like when he gets to the bottom and just does like a headstand and then like slumps to the ground when it turns. And it's just like, yep. oh, buddy, you're having a rough time. Yeah. Um, but I do think he like... Ugh. How old was he when he did this? Like he looks good. He looks good during this. No, he does. He's he looks like, cut. He looks like really cut. Um, like he's wearing like sleeveless jersey. He's doing like basically just workout moves at this point. Like it's half dancing, half like it's it's kind of like the. He's um, twenty one when he makes. This. Okay, good. So or it's okay. I can out, say that he looks. I can say that he yeah. looks good. Um, yes. <clears throat> but he's basically doing like the. I would say it's like the the like. It's sort of like the the dance in Billy Elliot where he's like doing the angry dance, where it's uh-huh. just like yes, it's just kind of when, like when he finds half out, dance, yeah, half fighting, but mostly you're just kind of like throwing your body around, and like yeah. I kind of dig it. Like at one point he's just kind of doing like a yoga like move. At one point he's just kind of doing a handstand. At one point he's just dramatically running downstairs, and like throwing himself against walls. And I'm like, you know what? At the certain at a certain point, I realized that like Zac Efron. When he did bet on it, it was uniquely silly, right? But I think that in this one, he kind of has enough charisma, and the, like the camera is good enough that it and like it, it kind of works almost yeah. dramatically. Like a little bit, it does. If you take it out of context, because like the reason he's doing this dance is so silly. So what? So but what? Think, at what point did you go? Oh, this isn't working. Was it? Because for me, it was the CGI basketballs that dropped down right yes. when. Yeah, the Yeah, that begins. was that was rough. Once we were, and honestly, that was the part where it didn't work. But once he was out of that and in the hallway that was turning around, I was like, you know what? I'm having a great time, and he's doing great work. And I love this yeah. banner for Juilliard. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, and I love the idea of like by by the end of it, honestly, once he gets on the stage and he's just like, it, when it once it just becomes a movement piece, I'm like, oh, okay, I get I get what you're doing now. Like the, the song itself it is, is forgettable. Yeah. yeah. The song is when he's not singing, honestly, and it's just it just becomes that Billy Elliot movement like anger piece. Yeah. Then I get it, and then and then I as as weird and fandom of the opera e scary like janitor lady as it is. The reveal of Darbus having watched basically the entire end of it, and I guess running the light board. Um, <laughs> by the end, <laughs> by the oh end my of god! The song. Oh my god! <laughs> pretty great. I'm just imagining her in the back, just like, oh, oh, okay, oh, we gotta follow, follow spot, all right. Ooh, no, she, she's like the oh. she, guys. <laughs> she's like the little kid in School of Rock that has to improv the light show at the end. Yeah, there was one. Part and she's where like, he I jumped. got it. Oh my god, there's one part where he jumped on the ropes. Oh, he jumps system? on the ropes for the fly system, and for the that fly bothered system. me. Oh. Unsafe. Oh, it Unsafe. Me too. Do not do that. Do not do that. Nope. 
wildly. But you guys get that you're a basketball player and you don't like tights the musical or whatever the fuck you think is happening on the stage. But that doesn't mean you can pull on this fly system. I don't care how cutting edge your school is. That shit's not oh. meant to bear to, to bear your scrawny ass. Like yeah. And we know you're not cutting edge. You have the same weird ass red handles with rings everyone else does. Yep. Yeah. Well, like, but no, Darvis could follow him because she's yeah. fucking equity. Yeah. Because she knows how to do <laughs> That's it. That's the the one like the once we get to the end where it's just him on stage, I think it is actually pretty effective. I think there's something in yeah. the simplicity that I really enjoy. That, like, weirdly reminds me of... Have you watched any of the recent seasons of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? There's one... I, uh, there's, but I know the scene this, you're talking about. Yeah, there's, like, this incredible dance oh, number yeah, yeah, that I just is, like, very simple, like, two people on a stage that is just, like, completely out of context from, from most of what the rest of it is... Ha- like, the rest of the context of the show. <laughs> but it's just, like, in itself, yeah. just like, oh, this breath of fresh air in this very complicated world... Of just people on a stage moving by themselves or together that I think is yep. very refreshing in something like this where I think there's really cool something really cool about the fact that it starts over complicated with all the CGI basketballs and dumb and then it gets like slightly less complicated but you're still doing a gimmick of like the the hallway moving and then it gets slightly less gimmicky when he's like just running through the school and there's lightning and there's the the thing and then you kind of strip that away till finally it's just him on a stage and like yeah. that's and what's then important at the end... yeah and i think that that's really effective of like it getting less complicated yeah. as the number goes on yeah and at the end of it his talk with darbus is actually i think really nice like Char- charlie made a point that this is the first film out of the 3 where like the scenes are like better than the songs are like yeah. even on par with some of the songs. Like the two person scene with him and Darvis is actually just kind of a beautiful coming of age story scene mm-hmm. where it's, it's your unexpected mentor. Cause I think Troy always felt that his mentor was his dad. Cause it was mm-hmm. basketball. But weirdly over the last three years, Darvis has become this mentor figure mm-hmm. and she just says, Hey, I see you. I see what you're doing. You're going to be okay. You know, yeah. and it's, it's, and then Efron, who can actually act like crazy, and Darvis, <clears throat> who is a very competent actor when she strips away. I mean, when she's hamming it up, she's also very good. That's what the scene calls for. But she has the ability we see here to kind of like bring it down and just be truthful. And I think, despite the weird machinations of her being in a school at 1 a.m. by herself, um, I think that it works really nicely with the two of them afterwards. Yeah, I think there's also another really like small, like nice scene between Gabriella and Taylor, where Taylor is kind of, like, convincing her not to throw her future away to be with a boy that I thought was really, really nice. Yeah, Um, yeah. I thought that was really nice to see a friend just being like, dude, there's going to be other boys. Yeah. Don't throw your life away because that's what's important. I was like, sound advice. Well, I think that's important for for teenage girls to see in this movie. Yeah. Even though compromise is made. Um so yeah, so so then Troy goes and visits Gabriella, and he's like, "I'm bringing prom to you, baby." Yeah, instead of going to prom, he on his prom day drives out to her, which is a 16-hour drive. 16-hour drive from Albuquerque to Stanford. Adorable. Uh, it's adorable. good job, dude. Fine. Good for you. Um, this was but, before podcasts too really really took off. So I like, doubt and, there's a CD player in that hunk of junk. All of a sudden, that were no. like barely started like ten minutes ago in the movie. So like it could have broken down at any point. Yeah, Lauren, the boys are back. They the fixed boys, the truck. That's I guess. Yeah, but it didn't seem like they did a lot of fixing. It seemed like they did no. a lot of fighting. And I think beat it with steel pipes. Did they not? 
That's true. It did come to life and become a truck monster. So I yeah. guess that's how you fix a truck. See, you I'm have to defeat the spirit that lives in your truck. Here's the thing. I'm Get just... its respect, and then you'll become the ghost rider. See, I just never realized because I'm just a big dumb girl. Like I never realized like yeah. that's what you that's what you go through every time you fix a car. You have no idea. It's kind of like snow dogs. You know when he has yeah. to bite the, the dog's ear. That's, That's what, what you have to do. You just have to beat the shit out you of your car. You have to beat the shit out of your car. Yeah, you have to like, yep. exercise a demon. Like, you, like, your car is Pennywise, and you just have to, like, bully it to death, yep. you know? And now we are at the performance of the play that's so important we never learn its name. So... <laughs> I think no, it's, it's called, called Senior Year. Oh, it's called Senior no, it, Year. It'll be called Senior Year. That's what she that says. is a terrible name. Terrible title. I'm going to make we pizza. We started at Twinkletown, guys. Pizza things. Like, fuck you, Darbus. You're supposed to be creative. Like, so we get to the Kelsey night. sucks at titles, guys. Troy and Gabriella. Still not there. So oh, while this is happening, because Gabrielle was going to stay out there, Sharpay was going to take Gabrielle's spot, which meant that Tiara, Sharpay's assistant, who was her understudy, was going to step in and play Sharpay. This is everything that that yep. girl has ever wanted. Um, uh, because now, remember, she's a spy from London who's going to come and usurp uh, and and steal Sharpay's life, I guess. And the next thing that ends up happening uh, that, that we see that was bonkers to me is... We get the text, oh, Troy's not going to be here. Maybe he'll come in the second act. And Rocket Man, never say never, whatever this kid's name is. Rocket uh, Man. Is like, fuck, I've got to go on as Troy. And we get all of these long shots of him staring at himself in the mirror like, can I do this? Can I do this? While the show has started. And the Juilliard oh, yeah, people their stage are managers the at the school. Yeah, they do individual places calls. Like, the the first number, the now or never number with Chad is going, and Sharpay is doing makeup, and they say five to places. I'm like, that's not what places means. Yeah. So they start the show. In, you don't get individual calls in high school, or ever. You don't get, uh, outside of Broadway. Again, no movies that pretend to do theater in them really understand how theater work. And it's a, it's a fucking bummer. We, remember, we tried this last time. We can count on our hands the amount of times that theater, like, they've actually been able to do, get theater right in movies. You're right. You're right. Fan by the opera. Lady Done. Bird. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, so the it starts out with uh, essentially the same choreography from Get Your Head in the Game. The audience goes crazy because they were like, we didn't see this last time. <laughs> <laughs> um, Troy's dad is like, wasn't oh this a song God. they just sang at the state championship? That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Troy's dad is like, is this what they've been doing in practice? I need to stop taking all those taquito breaks. <laughs> I think they really like, it was weird to me that they didn't do reprises from any songs in the first two movies here. I think I thought that if they really wanted to go like full fan service, they would they would have had at least like, like they would have, they, free they would or... have been singing "Get Your Head in the Game" or something, you know? Yeah, but it's like it's called senior year, so I think that's I where know, they're like it has to be from. No, I I agree with the struct. I agree with what you're saying. Resist it. You're yeah. right. You Their wouldn't think the High School Musical three would be able to exercise such restraint. And yet here we are. I'm proud of them. Um. So we get to the number that was supposed to be Trey and Gabriella, and instead it's Sharpay and Rocket Man. Rocket Man. And no one for a while. Yeah, Rocket Man does vamp. not come out for a bit, and then he comes out dressed like somebody who is going as Pete Davidson for Halloween, <laughs> and <laughs> dances with Sharpay. And ruins her chances oh! of going to Juilliard. Ruins her chances of going to Juilliard. Single-handedly ruins her chances of going to Juilliard. And, like, vaguely sexually assaults her on stage. Yes. <laughs> like, there is no intimacy choreography that has been done. 
He's like Pepe Le Pew, it's and rough. the audience is eating this shit up. And then because it's high school, when she leaves, he's like, yeah, clap, more, more, more. And of course, that's high school audience. They're like, hell yeah, this is awesome. They're like, Rocket Man I hate sing. <laughs> if there's anything that I know about high school musical theater audiences, it's that they love chaos. Yes. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I've I seen 21 Jump Street. I saw a production of As You Like It in high school that I'll remember for the rest of my goddamn life. Because... Yeah, it was a. There's, what happened? Um, you gotta tell us. Well, you can't just tease first us. First of all, that. all the tech kids like rose up in anarchy because they did not like the director and deleted all the light cues the day of the show, and left. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh my left? god. A, yeah, it was like, so they had to redo everything. So none of the light cues were there, and it was random po- moments like the lights would come up while people were still moving stuff, and then like the people in blacks would just like turn and be like oh god and just like freeze on stage and then run without finishing moving um there was just like props that were missing so instead of like paying someone someone paid someone with a, with a phone like it was rough there were reps that were not supposed to be reps um a, a one dude left it in remission because he was hung over and just like didn't come back so someone had to make up shakespeare because he wasn't he just wasn't there and they didn't know that he had you left. saw this yeah where it was at my high school were you and you weren't in it no i was not in this i went to see it and then apparently i laughed so hard that that's one of the only times that my mom's ever like gotten really mad at me and is like you should be ashamed of how you behaved yo because i was one of those people that wanted to watch the chaos (laughs) that's That's why you like cats yeah this is and now truly that was a formative moment and i it's one of the truly one of the only times that my mom has ever been like done the like i'm fucking disappointed in you lauren but it was just too much there was so much happening and all of it was bad but again i loved chaos when i was in high school i lived for that well, shit luckily in this musical apparently so troy and gabriella arrive while rocket man is bowing and then yes. the entire audience gets on board of like hey guys that wasn't right we're gonna redo that whole number again Oh my god! I will cool. say, by the way, uh, just just to go back, Karma did get me because I was then in a production of Gypsy with a live goat, so that was fun. It was a lamb, yeah. but it was like it was an adult. It was an adult. Like it was not a. Yeah. It was supposed to be a lamb, but then we got it, and it was like an adult. It cost a lot. Life of got the last laugh on Lauren Thompson. Yeah, that it, day. Was, it was rough. It, was no, rough. it wasn't a lamb. It was a guinea pig. But yeah, no, you you understand though. It was like really rough. It was actually. A, it was a. Uh, All right, it was a stuffed animal. I made it a build a bear that I brought on stage. It, you it, understand it, though. It was a big. It was karma was big. It was provided by Joe Exotic, but like we didn't know. Like we didn't know what was going on. Okay, okay. I I I, I I I I've never been in Gypsy. I'm sorry. I, none of this happened. <laughs> Oh, it's man. pronounced Romani. <laughs> um, oh, it's pronounced so Ghost Light. I, I want to apologize for the, to the entire cast of As You Like It for the way that I behaved that night. Uh, but it was very funny. Um, but be better. Be I, better. I have gotten better since then. I sort of. So, oh, no, I meant the cast, not you. Yes, that's true. That's true. Troy and Gabriella. <laughs> I will never better myself. Redo this song. And the audience goes wild. And Troy's dad. Could he also say, during the song, the people from Juilliard. The, oh, the yeah. The woman you, leans over the to the best man line of the movie. And goes, yep. that's Troy Bolton. <laughs> Amazing. The famous Troy Bolton. Like, I oh, wait, guys, we, been... skipped, we skipped over one major part of that show. Fuck. I, I wanted to see. Oh, yeah, you want to talk the, about it? Uh, no, yeah. They do I Want It All. 
But it's only Ryan. And it's he only Ryan kills it. Cause and, cause and the same woman goes pants. that's the, she goes, that's the choreographer. And he gets into Juilliard like a fucking champ. Well don't spoil oh, Wow. Wow. But um, yeah, no, Ryan right, Ryan gets yo, his woman in the sun. It's really great. He gets into Juilliard like three movies. Three movies. He gets his he gets his little half. He solo. gets shit on for three straight movies and he finally gets into Juilliard. Yeah. God bless him. I love him. I wish him the best. <laughs> love you, my guy. Um, my so... number one stand in this. In, in <laughs> I forgot this where project. I was. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, wait, we're, wait. We're sorry. Troy and Gabriella saying basically, basically the rest of the musical goes like super well, and then they all line up in graduation robes. And yeah. start singing, we're all in this together very slowly. Yeah, and they start doing this, like, and Darbus is like, we saved the best for last. I'm here. Yes. <laughs> and, like, comes out and is like, now we'll announce where The contract went through. Going to school. And she announces where everyone goes to school, which this would have given me so much anxiety. Because this play's not happening on, like, the last week of school. This is, like, or I guess everybody knows where they're going at this point. No, yeah, every, everyone knows, but it's still not officially graduation yet. Not the yet. people who are going to Juilliard don't know <laughs> until they apparently Juilliard makes the decision that day. A- a- Sight scene that day. The, at the performance, like no, no extra audition, no like. No, let's sit down and get to know these people. No, let's truly like. I just see your devised nope. theater performance and sight unseen offer you a spot at Juilliard. And but we can agree, the two people that get into Juilliard, Kelsey and Ryan, so deserved. That's yes. Beautiful. That, that's the right choice. The yes. right choice. Those are the right choices. And I, I would rather watch a spinoff of the two of them at Juilliard. I'm, I'm genuinely got kind of upset, though, that it was like, and then had to wrestle with my own, like, prejudices of, like, I don't think Ryan should have gotten a full scholarship. His family's fucking loaded. That's and I true. just think that that's not okay. Give it to give the full scholarship to Kelsey. Yes. Yeah. Like she question. deserves a full scholarship. Is, we know nothing about her home life. Like, is scholarship in this movie just code for getting in? I think so. I think scholarship is code for like like for full scholarship because they they mentioned it before. They're like Gabriella got a full scholarship to Stanford. Otherwise, she okay, wouldn't true. Have been able okay, to go. like all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's the difference between like so and so is going and so and so is doing this. Like, Sharpay is going to the University of Albuquerque. Uh, for for performance but like troy is going to the university of berkeley to study theater with a basketball scholarship oh my god guys i just realized that i'm sharpay because i was about to say wow your backup is just your hometown university but i didn't get into juilliard so i went to michigan state i literally did the sharpay it's the blonde hair it's the blue eyes yeah it's wow. the it's the ringtone that is songs that you've previously sang before in other movies. Yep. In your no, mine were just monologues year. that I'd done. <laughs> yeah, but Eric, in your freshman year, did you go back and I left teach... no ring with her. Hold on, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> but in your freshman year of college, did you go back and teach at your high school? Absolutely not. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> They're like, Sean Pei, who will be going to the University of Albuquerque and coming and assisting me with the drama school. And Lauren and I both looked at each other and were like, that's not good. That's not <laughs> a good sign. Not a good sign for my girl, No, Sean But then Taylor's going to go to Yale for poli-sci. Awesome. Uh, and then, but the, can we talk about Troy's, like, awesome plan here? I, I think Troy gets out of this the best, honestly. Honestly, Troy gets like, a, clean, a fresh start. Yeah. So talk about it. Yeah. So Troy, so they announce where everyone else is going. Then Troy comes up and he says, 
I love, I'm doing basketball, but I'm also doing theater. I'm going to go to Berkeley, which is like an awesome school. Not bad as a backup school. Yeah. Yeah. Arguably a better school. Then um, Chad gets. Then Chad runs out. Chad, oh my God, makes this moment about him. And we have to be like, Chad, literally, we've barely known you're a character this entire series. And Chad runs away. Troy meets him in the basketball court. There, he's maybe upset with him for like two lines. And then he's like, so like, are we going to be able to like see each other again? And he's like, oh yeah, no, we play each other in November. And he's like, oh, okay. Well then I guess we're buddies again. And then Troy's dad comes out and he's like, hey. Bolton, Danforth, get back on the stage. And then they go and he gives his dad a big old hug and they go back out onto the stage. And his dad has accepted Troy as a thespian and as an athlete. And that is the journey that it's taken three goddamn movies to get to. Can we just touch base really quickly? Just circle back to uh, Sharpay taking back the throne from her understudy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, her, yes. Her understudy goes on as her, and then Sharpay descends from the, the space above the stage. Yeah, she gets flown in. To take it back from her in a fight that I, Ian and I both said was reminiscent of the end of Joker. Yeah, it really, oh, really yes. is. She just, I was like, she's going to take this girl out. She's going to pop this girl in the head. Like, it is. <laughs> It is straight up like a murder is going to be because this on girl this has gone full Joaquin Phoenix and is like method acting the shit of like I'll live I for a year as Ashley Tisdale, then I'll become Ashley Tisdale. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, guys, I'm looking right now at the University of Albuquerque's or University of New Mexico's 2008-2009 basketball schedule. Did they not play And Berkeley? I'm not seeing them at this point playing Berkeley. But the University of Albuquerque is an a fictional university, correct? Yes. Okay, right, so, so it's University of New Mexico then. University of New Mexico. So, they played Cal State. Eh, close enough. <laughs> yeah, you can make up whatever shit you want. It's a fake university. I'm sure Troy was just trying to get Chad to stop making it about him and was just kind of like, could you just fucking get back in? We're all graduating and you're being a, a I'm real going to Berkeley right now. You're being a real butthole. Yeah. You're being a real negative Nancy right now. I need you to get back inside. And yeah. But I do I do like that the end message of these movies is the protagonist being like, I like arts and I like sports, and that's fine. And yeah. I'm, and I, me being 17 was like, yeah. You don't have to stick to the status quo. You can be whatever you want. Oh, no, no, no. Better songs. You contain uh. multitudes. So then we get to graduation where they sing the high school musical song, the titular high school musical oh, song. It's so good. Is it? Who says we have to let it go? I wish that life could be like my high. Like it, it's meta on a level of this is the literal title of the series. It's the one song we are all acknowledging coming out of the movie. Yeah, they're also all acknowledging that like this was so much fun for us over three years. Now our except for Zac Efron, we're all kind of gonna bottom out. And I wish that life could just be like this. But unfortunately, <laughs> off we go. Man, isn't it? I great wish that, that life could be like high for all of us. Fuck you, Troy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and again, like we said earlier, like the there's a thousand students. The robe choreo is awesome. It's got the fun, like, oh, I, I I love this song and the fact that it ends with the main six walking forward, metally onto a literal stage with the fire curtain coming up. And then the High School Musical lyrics come up, and it's like, you've been inside a musical this whole time. And they each Brilliant. kind of, the camera lingers Chef's on kiss. their face for, like, three or four seconds, 
to give you an applause break for each of the main characters. There was one in the theater. Can confirm. Oh, I, I fully believe it. It's just <laughs> watching it in a home with two people. They <laughs> all weird. look so uncomfortable. I applauded <laughs> they for do. them. The only one who does not look uncomfortable is Lucas fucking Grable, my boy yes. Ryan. Yes. Who oh, was like, I assume I that's what it was like. Professional. Oh, yeah. I assume this is what it was like watching The Hangover for the first time, but in your home by yourself without the laugh breaks being like, oh, okay. interesting. <laughs> right. Shots fired at it's Todd a, Phillips' like, The Hangover. It's like that video on YouTube that's the Big Bang Theory, but with a laugh track taken out. Oh, my God. It's one of my favorite <laughs> yeah, videos. It's Give terrifying. that show what it deserves. <laughs> <laughs> Let it burn. Yeah, uh, no, I but just yeah. don't get it because I don't get science. So, uh... <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> that uh, and that's the forever. fucking movie. That's High School Musical 3. That's the end of a series. Um th- there's really not a ton of extra trivia that I had except for the budget of this film. Do you guys want to take a crack at what the budget of this movie was? What was, what was two? One? Yeah. Two was seven million. And one was four point three million. Thirteen million. Thirteen million? Lauren? Remember, it's a real movie this time. That's right. I way overshot last time. On a price is right at 16 million. Eric is closer. It is 11 million dollars. Dang it. This Lower looks incredible for 11 million dollars. For an 11 million dollar movie this looks great. I bet none of these actors were paid more than like 40 or 50,000 yeah. dollars though. Like I they agree. Probably they probably saved... signed a three picture deal and then at Disney totally fucked them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because that's what Disney does. Apparently, there was a ten-year anniversary that I did not see and was unaware of. Uh, All right. Probably not be looking out about that. Um. But yeah, do you want to know how much this movie grossed? <laughs> International, yes. total, worldwide. Total worldwide. I do want to know. I have no guess. It grossed two hundred and fifty million dollars. Oh my god! Yes, it. It grossed $42 million its opening weekend of the U.S. alone. It is still the highest grossing opening weekend for any musical ever. Wow. Even Mamma Mia? Yep. It beat Mamma Mia. Wow. All right. This is 2008, right? Yeah. Wow. So 2008, 250 mil. Yeah. In today's dollars, that is $300 million. Wow. After inflation. I mean, like, it's fucking huge. This movie but, made 25 times its budget. No, that's wrong math. No, that's correct. Yeah. Right? Wow. 20, Pretty much 25, 25 times, times its, its budget. budget. Yeah. This wow. movie was a smash hit. It's bonkers that they have not done more of them. Uh, I honestly admire Disney's restraint. Haven't they been talking about doing, <laughs> yeah. doing another one? They've like been talking about doing There's always been the rumor of four. But I think that's what the series is now. Like, they're, the series well, is they? now confirmed for I a I don't think any season. of these actors are coming back. This is... There's a... No. I have a question because I wonder if were they setting this up for a four with like the new cast of characters? Does anyone know like with the new people were they trying to set it up? I couldn't find anything. I don't think so. But I could imagine the way Disney operates, the way most of these companies operate. If there would have been a big fan response to like Rocket Man and Tiara and those characters, then I'm mm-hmm. sure they would have played a bigger role. And they well, that's what like, Sharpay's like, fabulous adventure was. Show. Yeah. Because I think sure it's the only also, one that they were like setting up for for something else. Yeah, because 2008 was also the year Iron Man One came out. We weren't really in the franchise model yet to that extent. So I think that like literally ending it by having the curtain fall and having the words High School Musical happen, I'm like, you you can't really have much more finality than that. Exactly. 
That's kind of and I think, the end. This is the end of a series. Yeah, if that had happened... Yeah, yeah. In 2020, that never happens at the end of the movie. There's no, no way they let... There's no way they let the curtain drop on any movie. Yeah. Well, and for Disney, it's like, of course Disney doesn't. It's like, that's been their whole yeah. MO as a company. Right. Um, but I'm really glad they did it. I like the restraint. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's get into it. Do we recommend High School Musical 3 in 2020? Eric, I'll go to you. No question. This movie fucking rocks. <laughs> yes. Where does it where where do you rank these movies? How do you rank them? Oh, uh three is my top. Um I guess I don't know, the other two are tough. Probably one, two, because of nostalgia. It's kinda like a prequel scenario. Like I have Revenge of the Sith, then I have a big gap, and then I have one, two. Like I think three is just so much better than the other two. Sure. Lauren, what about you? My rankings? Yeah. My gut says one, three, two. Man. All right. We've all got I different like, rankings. I just like I like the songs in in one the best. I, They're I, great. That's what that's what my ranking is is purely going off of is like what songs stick in my head and it's the songs from one. Um. Yeah. Three, two, one. Easily. Yeah. Because uh, yep. this is a movie. It just doesn't get better than stick to the status quo in my mind. Yeah, I like agree. For my money, it just doesn't That's get better. That's the best song of this entire series. I would say that while this is the best movie, this is the worst soundtrack, in my opinion. Interesting. Sure, sure. Uh, there's just, like, literally nothing sticking in my head. Yeah. Nothing is sticking. Nothing is... The only song of this entire franchise that is stuck in my head a little bit, maybe weeks after we recorded even was stick to the status quo mm-hmm. yeah like there's it's something about that song that's like i get why that's a big fucking hit i don't get anything else we've had 33 songs or more between three movies yep. and honestly i'm just kind of like and i think what it is listening to the movie today it's just there's too much crap happening in all the songs there's like yeah really fast music fast picking they're all at like a fast beat and the the lyrics are happening very quickly and they're not really mm-hmm. going very far. And then, like, even the, like, singing, the range of the songs only really, like, goes to, like, riffing. It's, like, there's there's the verses of every song. It's, like, there's just way too much shit happening. They need to pull back, yeah. like, four or five layers. But what's interesting, too, down. with your rankings, Ian, th- is there any other franchise you can think of that gets better with every movie? Because based on your rankings, every one gets better. Um, Twilight. No, Twilight peaks and then it goes down. Um, it peaks at three. It peaks at three. Twilight does that. The first three Twilight movies. One, two, three. You think two is better than one? A billion percent I do. Interesting. I All said right. it on the podcast. Two is two is a worse movie, but it's ton, ton, ten times more fun. He makes a good point. Okay. I would stand by that, yeah. Yeah. And that's what it is. It's like High School Musical 2 is a worse movie, but it's more fun and it's it knows worse, more of what it is. It's somehow yeah. worse yet better. Yeah. It's much yeah. a more enjoyable experience. Yeah. Um, great. This franchise. Whew. Fuck you for doing this. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You guys did say whether you recommended three or not. Oh, do you recommend I recommend three? watching it. I think if you're here already, if you've watched the first two. <laughs> yeah, I can no, if agree. you've come this far, fucking finish it. If do you've it. done it, just be a completist. <laughs> do it. Fucking do it. It's yeah. two hours of your time, which is a lot, which again, was why I, I, same thing I said with two. You know If what? you're coming into this to just watch this one, I don't understand why you're bothering. But, but you have a lot seen, of time now. If you're quarantined <laughs> and working from home, what the fuck else are you doing? There are better things to watch, but honestly, I, like, I get it. 
Ian watched the first two episodes of High School Musical, the musical, the series today. And we had a great time. Whoa. We no. had a good time. We had a good time. We did not. We had a good time. Ricky and Nini. Ricky and Nini, baby. I'll Ian, be honest. don't lie. You had a good time. Uh... <laughs> He did not. I really, really did not enjoy those two and a half hours of television. Bummer. Wow. Um, great. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. I can love you and know that you're wrong. It's fine. I don't know That's why true. you why you refuse joy in your life. Um, I I don't know, but I, I have to make amends with the fact that I've chosen you as a life partner. There we but go. <laughs> I'll be okay. I'll have to be okay with that. As High School Musical wraps up, it's time to give. Our recommendations for modern analogs mm-hmm. to High School Musical 3, mm-hmm. colon, senior year. Yes. Um, I'll go first since Eric already fucking ruined it. Uh, we just watched the Looking for Alaska TV show. Uh, yeah! This week. <laughs> I read that book when I was in high school. Uh, and I enjoyed it. And man, oh man, if you want eight hours of the most pretentious, overdramatic teens on television crying over shit and spewing pretentious, poetic mumbo-jumbo, you're going to love it. It's also got maybe the greatest soundtrack I've ever heard. Um, and it's, it is a solid B show, and I had a fucking blast watching it. Um, highly recommend, oh, especially wait. it's from the people that made The O.C., which is one of my favorite teen shows ever. So if you're into like mm. the OC and Gossip Girl and like Gilmore Girls and like some some of those like teen dramas, Gilmore Girls I guess is a little bit more mm. elevated than elevated than that. Mm-hmm. But if you're into those kinds of shows, highly recommend Looking for Alaska. And there are a lot of moments in Looking for Alaska that are very similar to moments in High School Musical three. They're just played for drama instead that are of comedy. Played for complete, complete drama. Yes. Yeah. Sweet. Um, Eric, what about you? Uh, I'm going to do, uh, a little bit of what we've been doing on this show already and pump up my boy Zephron. Uh, if you want to see the continued meteoric rise of this man, this fits within our, our frame. It's a little bit of an older movie, but it's still within the last 10 years. Uh, I'm going to recommend Neighbors, Great which film. is awesome. the comedy that he did with, uh, Seth Rogen and Rose Byrne. Uh, he and Dave Franco play frat boys. Dave Franco, uh, Ger- Gerard Carmichael. It, it's a great movie. Just tremendous cast. Uh. Efron is fucking. Your boy's hot. He's hot as fuck in this movie. And he's He's really funny funny as hell. Yeah. Yeah. He really is showing off the flexing of like. It's one of those like last of the big R-rated comedy boom that was happening around that time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. And he's having some. His comic timing is great. He's showing off the acting chops that he honestly really started cultivating in this film. Uh. And I think he has a blast. So go watch Neighbors. Uh. I have not seen Neighbors two. In all it's really neighbor. Cool. Yeah. Neighbors, the Neighbors both franchise then. Yeah. Support our boy Zac Efron. Zac Efron is a charisma machine in, the, in that series. Also, for, for the record, uh, when Netflix announced they're doing a Daredevil series, I wanted Zac Efron for Matt Murdock. I think it's a perfect show with Charlie as as is, but I think he would have been a great one. Nice. He's also a good Ted Bundy in that movie, which that movie was bad, but he's good in it. Um, I think that's his career trajectory late in the last like few years. Like, he's, he's good picking in it, bad but the project. He's always good. people who really ride hard for his... like. EDM movie or something. Oh, like, we are your friends. I know people who really ride for that movie. Yikes. Yep. I know, I know like movie critics who really love that movie. 
I watched 40 minutes of that movie and nothing happened. <laughs> this movie is just me watching Zac Efron dance with Emily Ratajkowski and like, cool, you're both hot, but like, what else? <laughs> whoa, whoa, hold on, guys. I just looked. He's coming up. He has a series coming up called Killing Zac Efron. Which is an adventure series of which Zac Efron is the star and executive producer will show the actor venturing deep into the jungle of a remote dangerous island to carve his own name in expedition history. So he's making an adventure show? Yeah. I'm there. Can we get Zephron in the in the next Has his career really gone that low? Holy shit, no, that's he was rushed to the hospital before Christmas when he contracted a deadly illness in Papua New Guinea when he was filming the series. No! Does Zephron have the Rona? <laughs> no. He was flown to Brisbane, Australia with medical professionals and then admitted him into St. Andrew's War Memorial Hospital. Is he okay? But he's okay. Oh he's okay, God, but he almost buddy. died. Maybe it'll be on, uh, on National Geographic so we can watch it on Disney+. Plus. Maybe he should stick to just doing fucking comedies. Like, Jesus. He, wait, he's a good we, actor. Just put him in movies. Can we please get him in the next Jumanji movie? Please? Great. I'd oh rather have him God. than Nick Jonas. Like, please. great. Please get him in the next Jumanji. Love it. All right, Lauren, what do you recommend? Um, I was going to recommend um, Booksmart, which is a, a movie that is a similarly about uh, approaching graduation. But I think I've actually recommended that before. Um, so I want to recommend another movie that is about um, a similar period of transition in coming of age. Um, it is also a comedy, and it also features a great uh, musical at the end of the film as a centerpiece. And that uh, movie is Good Boys, which <laughs> is going to be coming to HBO in, I believe, the next week and a half. Is and, it really? Yes. Yeah. It's one of the funniest movies yes! of last year. It's got so much heart, and it, it is it has very much similar themes. And a character who similarly loves theater and is great at theater. And, and, and his it, name is Thor. And his name is Thor, and he's my son. I'm adopting him. It's decided. They're all my kids now. I cannot wait. Oh, I my God. I love Good Boys so, so much. And um, I would gladly watch the musical at the end of Good Boys over the musical in High School Musical 3 any day. It's one of the funniest scenes it's in any movie last year. It's one of my favorite things ever. Yeah. It's one of my favorite centerpieces of any movie is is the musical at the end of Good Boys. I will remember it forever. Fantastic. Eric, talk to us about The Living Force. Yes, The Living Force podcast is going every single week. We talk about Star Wars Expanded Universe and our Patreon subscribers are about to get a treat because my partner Charlie and I are starting an exclusive podcast about Star Wars Rebels that's going out to our patrons. I'm uh, sorry. That's what we're doing with our quarantine time. You finally time. got Charlie on a podcast. And, and you've got not yep. Wait, this one? You got Charlie on a podcast before you got me on that podcast? No, they, but people have to pay for this one. That was her thing, because that's only like 30 people. So. <laughs> people can pay us for this. We can ask for their money right now. Give us money. <laughs> Give us money, and maybe we'll get Charlie on. I Give only have so much money. power. Charlie, I thought we were friends. Get out. I don't want to hear from you. I'm kicking you off the group text right now. <laughs> She's gone. She's dead to me. Cut it out. Cut it out of there. But yeah, that's what we're doing. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. Uh, Lauren, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, no. Most of the projects I was working on got canceled. Hell yeah. Because I am in theater. Hell yeah. Um, 
We do have a, 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 an audio drama that's going to be coming for you this summer that we're very excited about. We'll come at you with more details later on, but we want to drum up excitement for yes, that. I've been stress designing the yeah. website. Hell yeah. Folks, yes. if you do have any spare money to drop around right after you've registered for the Patreon for the Living Force, feel free to uh, give any of that money to any of the local businesses near you or um, buy gift cards. Support local businesses in your area. It is incredibly helpful. Uh, as somebody who worked in a small business, uh, I can tell you right now it's unbelievably generous when people have come and donated their hard-earned time and money to helping those out and making sure that their neighborhoods have a little bit of extra personality in them. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you very much for listening, folks. Please join us next time when we will be diving into the uh, another goddamn musical and we're talking about fucking Mamma Mia. Um, it's gonna be a time. Uh, thank you very much for listening, folks. Please remember to review us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and, uh, um, yes, Lauren? Oh, no, I was just, I was trying to communicate with Eric to try to coordinate, uh, the end of this episode. Oh, okay. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all these things. It's gonna be incredible. Uh, you're gonna wanna go and leave us five-star reviews. And, uh, thank you very much for listening, folks. Bye! What team? What team? Wildcats! What team? Wildcats! And just like the this franchise, Wildcats! This is fucking over. <laughs>